Yo, see, he's here. Yo, 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 yo. All is good in the world. It is. It is. It's Christmas. Yeah. It's Christmas time. Mistletoe and why? Actually, be Christmas Day. What? What's that? What? It'll be Christmas by the time this goes out. It will. Where have you been? You. It won't. No. Yeah, it will. Now. Well. Ah, yeah. Ah, come on. Best Christmas song ever. No, it'll be Christmas Eve when this show goes right. out. This is good for Fallout. Just do this for our intro music. You've all heard this, right? Start the, the show. I hope that's okay. Press. The radio just let us know that this is not a test. Everywhere the atom bombs are dropping. It's the end of all humanity. No more time for last minute shopping. It's time to face your final destiny. It's Christmas at Ground Zero. They're panic in the crowd. We can dodge debris while we trim the tree underneath a mushroom cloud. Welcome y'all to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that we play. We want Jelly Willy! We want Jelly Willy! Stone time and Chili's game breakers. Here comes Juke with the soundbite savior. Game breaker. Anything's gotta be better than the text box. Delay, delay. Delay, delay. My wife. Hello and welcome to the Veteran Gamers Christmas Show 2015. Hey, Christmas time. Oh, what's up, people? Yeah, yeah. Come on, get down. Mm, do the bender. There you go. So, are you excited for Christmas? It's nearly Christmas. Well, um, I don't get excited for Christmas anymore. When I was a kid, I did, but I don't get excited about it anymore, mostly because my wife and I are like sort of zen, non-materialist type of individuals who are like, every day is special. Every day is important and beautiful. It's kind of boring, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, right? That's what people think. It's not. <laughs> Lives are awesome, but, you know, whatever. I don't we're know. Gonna go to, sounds- we're going to go to Best Buy in order to get her dad something and uh while we're there i'm like well since we're here i might as well get myself a solid state hard drive i mean there's that and she's like and i might as well get myself a new ipod what are you looking at me like that for duchess it's true we talked about it today so have you done this already are you going to do it we're going to do it she's saying it's lies Uh, it's not lies 
I'll tell you what, there's some good deals on solid-state hard drives these days. Yeah, well, we're going after Christmas in order to avoid the crowds. Oh, yeah, you don't want any of that malarkey, do you? There's a shooting at the mall here. God! Did, did people get killed, or was it just like, you know... No, one person got shot in the leg. Because anytime you have too many Americans in one place, somebody gets shot. That gives me a perfect opportunity to play this soundbite I just got. Hey, f***ing cowboy, f***ing cowgirl, how the f*** are you doing? This is from a Japanese cartoon with an American guy in it. So tell me, are you kids on your f***ing way home from school or something like that? F***, why don't you two buy a f***ing hot dog from me, Mr. Kohei? Come on, baby, don't be cruel, you f***ing cowboy! Tell you what, I'll give you the king special with a ton of f***ing ketchup and f***ing mustard to go with those f***ing hot dogs and sell you the pair of them for 500 f***ing yen. How do you like those bargains, baby? Oh, f*** you very much. Hey, are you lonesome tonight, you f***ing cheer f***ing girls? F***ing hot dogs for sale. F*** yeah. Jesus Christ. That's beautiful. That's America for you. I'll tell you what, right? I'm just going to say this to Is anyone who's listening for the very first time? Oh, you poor person. Welcome to the show. <laughs> what about you, Chip? Can I say it for Christmas? It's Christmas! <laughs> it's Christmas. Yay. So, Chini, first Christmas Tara. in your new house. Come here, Tara, Tara, Tara. Oh, oh get Tara, get Tara. Tara. Yeah, and you have to get... You just, now, the Duchess has been on this show, and Tara's about to be on the show. Just do you mean? Yeah. And in the mix. You're having a laugh, aren't you? asking about your first Christmas in the house. Are you excited for Christmas? I am, very. Hello. Hello. What up, T? Can she even hear us? <laughs> yeah, she can hear. Oh, she can hear. Are you sharing headphones? We are. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's beautiful, man. Beautiful. Lovely, I can see where your head's scene. together. So, Tara, what yeah. you, Christmas? Yeah, what you asked for? What have you asked Father Chinny Christmas for? I've already had my gift. I had um, a coat, a new coat for winter. Nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Second, Duke. Is it chinchilla? No. <laughs> 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 Mink. It's made out of uh, pure hamster fur. Nice. So $75 <laughs> for scores. Yeah. Lovely. Johnny wants the best, our Tara. Absolutely. Is it warm? I'm guessing it's warm. It's in a very nice coat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have to say that. Compared to a bargain yeah. sale. Brilliant. If you were alone, though, you might not say that. You'd be ah, that's not the one I wanted. I mean, <laughs> she picked yeah. it. She went, I really like this coat. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll buy it for Christmas. And, but I said, I'll, I'll wrap it up. And she went, no, I'm wearing it now. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit of a bit of a cop out, though, isn't it? It's a bit of a cop out, though. Well, I am getting a, like another thing as well. It's the thought that oh. counts. Yeah. Is he got a diamond in it? No. <laughs> no. Is it going to be a yeah, little? It does box? actually. It's, it's a Fallout Four map, so it's got diamonds uh, on it. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> By the way, if anybody's listening after the fact, we are broadcasting live on Sunday evening at 9 p.m. UK time, 4 p.m. US Central uh, Eastern time. There you go. And now there back to our previously arranged discussion with Tara. Yeah, so Tara, uh, are you excited that he's going to give you a little present in a tiny box? Um. What are you planning on? <laughs> How about that? That's a better question. What did you say, Duke? What are you planning on going to get? What are you going to get for Chinny? Yeah, what's Chinny getting? She's present up on Saturday morning. Yeah, and I took uh, I took you out, didn't I? We went. To oh yeah, she, remember when we saw Spectre at the Everyman Theatre, the posh yeah. theatre? I talked about it on the show. When you were like, you we did. just ate. Why are we here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was that was a Christmas gift as well. Oh, Which, yes. as an adult, that's all you want, really, just stuff like that. Well, yeah. 
you know, it's good. Hey. So, Tara, what's your favorite Christmas memory when you were a kid? Um, Going to a shop and seeing this doll that I really wanted and mum saying, oh, I'll see what I can do. And then she came back and said they've sold out and then I opened it on Christmas Day. Were you gutted when she said they were sold out? Yeah, yeah, I think I cried. And then she was, was 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was going to say. Old for dolls. Mm. You're never yeah. too old for dolls. <laughs> Duke has loads of dolls. Duke's Duke's got right now. Yeah, just not that, so you have to blow up to start with. Uh, <laughs> uh, there you go. Anyway. Made a anyway. joke about dolls. Right, I'm going to say, I'm going to grab, I'm going to chuck Tara away. The show. Yeah, took her away, And say, Tara. Bye. Bye, Tara. Thank you for joining us. And thank you, Duchess. Thank you. If only we could somehow get Kay on the show. Yeah, she's not. She wouldn't have any of it. She she just wouldn't. Not even for us. No. No, she would never do it. She never do it. Lois, she's just not interested, man. Well, and not interested. Like, cool people. She's just not interested. Isn't she's that? just like, what do I want to be on that bollocks for? Is what she'd say. She probably would That's how that. she is, man. I know, I know she's okay a little bit now. She would say... She's blunt. She's blunt, man. She did say, when, when, we went, when I first met her, I was like, how long are you going to do that podcast for? I said, I don't know. She's like, surely you've talked about every video game now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they, they keep coming out. It's not like they stop coming out. She went, oh. Yes, why? Oh, yeah. You've talked about all the movies. Exactly. How are you going to do a what movie show with shows about them all? I was like, you know, yeah, you can talk forever. Exactly, I should have said to it, you know, that sort of film whatever has been going since, like, film 82 or whatever, and now it's 2015 and it's still going. Yeah. See? It's just like games. Films and games are the same kind of entertainment, sort of. Sort of. Um, I've been, well, we watched two horror films today. Oh, yeah. Kind of. It's because story time, I my guess. favorite time. I guess. It's story, I guess it's story. Story, story time. And one of them was still kind of still quite scary and creepy, but the other one was really a letdown. It was a bit of a letdown. It one was of these a bit Christmas. of. No, 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 no. These are old, old films because uh, Millie's friend was round. So, so. So, so no, not so. No, <laughs> so they had to be kind of. Okay for them to watch. Oh, I see. Ah, so they had to be okay for them so to watch. The human centipede, then, was it? <laughs> it was, yes. Yes, yes, they were attached anus to mouth. Yeah, yeah that's what was going down. Uh, no, so the, the first one we watched was the Blur Witch Project. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, that, that, that's suitable for kids because nothing happens. Nothing happens. Nothing and happens. to be honest, right? I watched it back in the day, you know, when there was all the hype and everyone was going, it's amazing, it's like real, it happened, and all that jive. And it really isn't very good. No. no, no. It's not, I it, it really isn't. Sure, but I remember being unimpressed when it came out. Yeah, I was just like, and even Millie was like, well, when does it get to a scary bit? And I was like, well, you know. Well, that's pretty scary when she can't wipe her nose and her nose is dripping. Gay <laughs> no, said, said at that point, she really does need to blow her nose, doesn't she? <laughs> Give yeah. her a tissue or something. Yeah. Um, so we watched that first, and that didn't go down too well. That no. went down a bit. You know, so your, your ass is on the line here. It's like, come on, Dan. My ass is on the line. So yeah. I was like, I know, I know. So we watched uh, Paranormal Activity, the first I one. I knew you was going to say that. I know, I know. Because that's... go well with the uh, one cinema verite, not scary movie. Did you try another one? Yeah. yeah, exactly. 
Uh, it's actually it is better. It is better. It, it, is, it, better. it is. Yeah, it is. It's but still not still, amazing. Not a lot happens in parallel activity. I have to say. No, it doesn't. I mean, she's the, just the best standing bit. there for no reason. She's standing yeah. there for no. Oh, the keys are in the middle of the room. That's good. Yeah, and then there's the 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 best bit. I guess the best bit is a bit where it drags her out of bed. That's kind of scary. That's kind of and scary. creepy. Hello, and, and the bit where he, yeah, bit where he goes in the attic, even though nothing really happens. That's kind yeah. of creepy. They just find a photo, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they just find a photo. Um, so yeah, so we've watched a couple of horror films. It went down kind of all right, but she's like, "Can we not watch Saw?" I'm like, "No." Oh. And then she, what else watch did you have to watch? Your child, what she wants. <laughs> no, yeah, but you've got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, uh, and... saw or around the saw because it's circular. <laughs> I know, I was trying to think what else. There was a couple of films you have to watch, and I was like, no, you're not watching that. Um, so it's, it is difficult, though, to find scary films for kids. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we, we had uh, Keisha around, and uh, Keisha's like 11 or 18. I don't really pay attention, but she, she was around. She loves scary things. And scary movies and stuff, and we ended up watching The Mist. What the original uh, John no. Carpenter one? No, the, the, the you're thinking of the thing. Oh, that's the fog. No, the, the fog. Thing. I'm thinking of the, no, the fog. No, no, no. There's one. There's one called The Fog that was based on the Stephen King book. Oh, well, this is based on the Stephen King book as well. But whatever, it's called yeah. The Mist, and it's pretty gory. Um, and she was okay with that. She was just like, ew. Uh, but she was alright with Atara. She was fine. Uh, but then... Yeah, is that where they get trapped in a supermarket? Yep. Yeah, they're, they're like trapped it. in a little supermarket thing, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I suggest that one. It's not a bad film. It's a bit cheesy, but it's alright. Oh, well, we might give that a look. So bit... when we watched that. That was good. There's a that funny worked. bit that always makes Tara laugh, where an old woman throws some peas at another woman. And Tara loses complete control <laughs> of her body when that happens. Like, she can't function... So, that's pretty funny. Huh. The Mist. Give that Try up. The Mist. We'll give that one a whirl. But it is hard. Like I said, I was looking on the internet. I was like, what films are suitable for a tween? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or a teenager. Yeah, Keith's not, not quite a tween. But, yeah, she's certainly growing up, these kids. Yeah, I mean, Millie's not kind of quite old enough for anything a bit, you know, more because she's only just turned she? 14. Ah, oh, 14. I was, I was watching, I don't know. Freddy Krueger and stuff like that. Oh, no, it's true. I mean, when I was like 14, 15, I was watching yeah. The Nightmare on Elm Street. So fine. it is weird. Because, yeah, we watched it back in the day, but I don't know whether I'd be happy with Millie watching it now. I don't know. I remember my, my, my dad was like, you can't watch Terminator, it's too nasty. And I watched it like a year later, and I, re- I remember laughing at it, <laughs> thinking how stupid it was. <laughs> just like this looks Yeah, I did, I did think about Terminator 2 for us to watch it. Some... Yeah, you should watch that, yeah. Yeah, because that's more actiony than sort Terminator of, 2's you know. And it is quite scary. I bet Terminator Two was quite scary as a kid. Yeah. So yeah. I might try that with. Her. I might try that. We did watch uh, Die Hard Two, Die Harder as well the other day. I just thought of a really scary film. Imagine Terminator Two, but instead of Ar- yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, it was it's you. What? It's you. It's Stu, a sailor, a robot. All right, come with me if you want to live. Right, like come with me. Right? <laughs> listen, listen. 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 <laughs> John Connor, where are you fun. going? <laughs> so, yeah, so I might try that. Scary. I'll try that. Yeah. 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 So it is interesting though, and, and I also find I'll be back uh, in a bit, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'll be back in a bit. Uh, I also find that older films, older films, take much longer to get going. 
down there. When you watch all of like when you watch Oh, have you seen Wreck? That's a wicked film. Yes, I love Wreck. Wreck is I a love Wreck. film. It's all in Spanish. The original one. Not not the, yeah, not the not the remake thing. No, I didn't know there was um, the Spanish one. Yeah, there's been an American remake, but I think I think the original one was Portuguese. I think it was Portuguese, oh, it? actually. Spanish, yeah, Portuguese, so. it's all the it's same. All the same. It's in the same part of the world. It's, in the, it's on Earth somewhere. But yes, Wreck is very, very good, but that is way too gory for me at her age. Anyway, before we get... This is yeah. a Christmas episode. This is very Christmassy. Well, we but... talk about anything. We're not, we <laughs> no. don't even care. <laughs> uh, we do care. Shut up. All right. <laughs> I released a video on our YouTube channel this week. You Yay! did. You did. Talk about this. It's an awesome video I've heard. I haven't watched it yet, but I will. You haven't watched it, do you? Yes. Oh, sorry. What? You're fired. Lent down, man. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I have to set up something to print. I'll be right back. You're sacked. Jesus. Um, yes, I, I thought it was very, very good, and there was an unexpected shot of me that I wasn't aware of. <laughs> I was like, oh. Which one was that? Yes, that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> where you fell asleep? Yeah. yeah, I was just okay. Pissed herself when she saw that. She thought it was very, very funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I thought you did a good job. I, I thought, thought I feel like to... last year's video was better. But... I don't know. I don't know. I think this year's was better. I like the creepy kid thing that you kept featuring. That was yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, yeah no, I could have good. done another one, but I, I couldn't be bothered to do another one. But there was another kid that clocked the camera. Uh, for people that don't know, there was a there was this kid that kept on staring at the camera behind. And then there was another one, and I just kept on yeah. doing Jaws theme. And then thing. he did his hair because I think he thought he was going to be on again. Yeah, which was kind of funny. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah it was very. But yes, it was very good. good. It was to the point, you know. Obviously, got the feel of everything, you know. Yeah. You know how, how the days went. Apart from day one, where you forgot your uh, SD card, which isn't a good thing. That's true. Oh! Did you like the Did you like the intro to the video? I thought it was great. I thought uh-huh. it was great. Very excited. Yeah. About it. yeah. That 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 video is only available in certain countries because that song, you see. Is that true? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, what countries cannot see your cool video? Yeah, who um, can see it? Transylvania. Outer Mongolia. Uh, I think East Egypt. I'm just making this up. I have no idea. The state can see it. Uh, yeah. Kay said, "What is going on with his hair?" It, that's said, the oh, day yeah. after my Tony. No, that's the same day as my Tony and Guy haircut. Yeah, I said he went to a posh hairdresser's, that's why. Yeah, that's why. It was all shiny and, and straightened, and he'd had GHDs on, on it and stuff, yeah. and creams and, I don't know, crap on his hair that only women have normally. So anyway, uh, out of that, right, so yeah, I released the EGX video, so if you haven't watched it yet, you should go out on the YouTubes and give it a watch. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's easy yeah. to find, man. It's easy to find. It's not difficult. Just get Still on there. Okay. Is he is he dying? I don't know. I don't know. It seems a bit weird. What's happening with Duke? I don't know. Has he gone again? Is he's he still here? I think. I, I think don't know what he's doing. Into his, I think uh, into his room and he's trying to chase it away. Yeah, I mean, he said he said there was something going on, but then I don't know. It's all a bit weird. So how's your Christmas disappear. looking, Stu? Uh, well, apart from having to work, it's not too bad, I don't oh, suppose. Oh, of course, you're working on Christmas Day and... I'm bloody working, and Boxing Day, Christmas and Christmas Eve? Eve. Yeah, working all three. What are you doing, dude? What is going down? Oh, I'm sorry, did I mute myself? Dang it. 
Okay, no. so here's the thing. Sorry, I'm printing up labels for our newsletter for East Timor, and I, I had to. I accidentally messed up, so I had to hurry up and do a new one again. Damn, I made a duplicate of page two by accident. Whoops. Oh no! Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, well, it's okay. It's like, it was like, what's he doing? We just have an extra page of page two, so I'll use. Oh no! Time. Well, that'll that'll be sorted just now. Pretend you meant it. That's what I do. What? Yeah, just pretend you meant it. Uh, yeah. So Christmas for me. Um, You're working. I mean, there's, there's, I am working, but there is a positive. I, I don't actually have to cook Christmas dinner at home for once. Oh, okay. Yes. You see, because I normally have to do it. I mean, I've done it for about the last fifteen years because obviously not worked Christmas for nearly fifteen years. Yeah. So I always cook for Christmas, but this year because I'm working, I'm not cooking. So I get to, you know, when I do get home, I get to just kind of lounge chill. about. Yes. Chill. I get to so chill out. So Kay doing the cooking? No, no. Mum-in-law. Ah, so, mother-in-law, yeah. I see. Mother-in-law is cooking. Yeah. So, yeah, so she's doing it this year. And uh, Kay's sister's coming up. I guess it's up. Coming up. So she's she's assisting. So she's the able assistant. Right. Okay. Um, so, yeah. She'll is be it, fine. Is everybody in panic mode? Because, like, Stu's not doing it this year. Oh, no. Well, it is quite funny. Kay's mum rang me today and was like, how long do I need to cook my turkey for? Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do I need to put anything on it? <laughs> Sorry. Just tell her yeah, all the wrong, wrong times and stuff. No, and then... man, I don't want to get poisoned. What's the matter with you? I have I to know, eat it. It's just fun, though, isn't it? It will be fun, but I don't want to die. Oh, you want to <laughs> get yeah. very ill. I want to die. Oh, mm. shit through the yeah. eye of a needle. Or pebble dash the toilet. You know what I'm saying? You're a rich person trying to get into heaven? What are you talking about? I don't want to do a wee-poo. You know what I mean? If you want, Jesus yeah, Christ. I wouldn't mind. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's been a bit of a funny week for me, but then I'm off most of New Year, so I'm off, like, five days over New Year. So, oh, good. Yeah, so I'm working Christmas, but off, like, all of New Year. Cool. So it's all good. It's all good, man. Yeah. Uh, and I've had a lot of time off in the last week because I was off for Millie's birthday, so I ended up – I've only worked two days in the last nine days. Yeah. So, you know, so that's man of leisure you are, Stu. I am a man of leisure. I am a man of leisure. What about you, Duke? Uh, Duke, how's your Christmas looking? Uh, it's going to be good. Um, we're going to see Diane's father and uh, sister and niece and nephew in Virginia. Ah. And so that's ah. fun. So how far is Virginia for you? Oh, it's several hours by plane. Oh, okay. Wow. So are, you, are, you, are you staying over there for Christmas? Then? Is that what you're going to say? No, we're going after Christmas. Because it's easier to fly and we get cheaper rates. Cheaper flights. So, yep. So, yeah, got to go for the bargains, man. Fortunately, we only get a week and a half off of school. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice to have that time off, but a lot of school districts get two weeks. So it's frustrating because we have three days this week. So it's like, first of all, like a third of the students, if not more, will be gone. So anything mm-hmm. I teach, I have to reteach to them later on. And so whatever. I mean, it's just it's a dumb calendar. So, where, so where do you not do, you do like they do in the UK? What? You know, like, okay. well, in the UK at schools, like, you know, at least a week before Christmas, all they do is let you watch films. In well, class. some teachers do that. I'm not going to just show films for two weeks because I value my students' time. And we watch movies at other times of the year, but whatever. Yeah, you think they're going to be bothered, man, if you go, oh, we'll watch Home Alone today and we'll watch whatever tomorrow and we'll watch loads bothered. of I'm going to be bothered. I'm a, I'm a teacher. I take that responsibility seriously. It's holiday time, man. What's the matter with you? They're gonna they're about to have two weeks off. Or a week and a half. Yeah. 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 They can so chill out then. They can, they can chill out uh, on the way there. They, they can wind I'm down, man. Around, I'm not gonna be around to teach them things then. 
but I want to try to teach them things when they're in my room. Sorry. Duke values their time. He doesn't waste their time with movies. They can watch movies over the Christmas holiday. Yeah. Maybe you could pick something like, I don't know, like Romeo and Juliet, something that's got some, you know, educational merit. That's what, but that's what we do the other times of the year. We watch Barton Fink in creative writing, and we watch Primer in creative one, and then as good as it gets in creative two, and we watch Slam in the poetics class, and then we watch Hip Hop Beyond Beats and Rhymes. We watch plenty of movies. Don't worry. So how does Primer go down? Uh, uh, they get mad at the end of it. They're like, what the hell? This movie yeah. sucks. I hate you. And then I, <laughs> I sh- what the hell that all mean? <laughs> a little video presentation and they're like oh it's kind of cool and then like years later they're like hey what was that movie we watched and i was like primer and they're like yeah i watched that again it's so awesome i'm like yeah exactly you see they were they're lucky because it's quite short well and they have a very helpful guide helping them through the process yeah to understand what the fucking hell's going on yeah. what does it even mean right what's he got headphones on yeah yeah exactly yeah what the hell happened to his watch um <laughs> digital or analog Exactly. Why don't you see them like zap out of the time, like exciting time travel movies? Yeah, they don't do. There's nothing exciting about <laughs> like that. A you box. Know what I mean? like, nothing like that. It's just a box. Where's the DeLorean? <laughs> That's my question. Yeah. Where's the DeLorean? It's, more, it's the most boring time machine ever. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I don't know. The one, it's in, not uh, even... the one in Looper was pretty boring. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I'm trying to figure what's the what's the best time machine than the DeLorean are we reckoning? Well, of course the time the DeLorean's. Or or is it the time machine? You know, out of the original time machine. No, it's one. not. That's got a cool seat and knobs and handles and but shit. What DeLorean's right. coolest of all of them? All right, what about the TARDIS? Eh, I'm not a crazy Doctor Who guy, so. Yeah, but the TARDIS is cool. I'm not denying that. I'm just. It's just bigger just... on the inside than it is on the outside, man. Where, where, where do you sit with the TARDIS, Chinny? Fuck the TARDIS. Can we talk about video games? <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. What's the best playing? So, Chini, we'll have you first, and I go on for a change. You can talk. What do you want? What are you doing? Um, well, obviously, I've played more uh, Fallout. Oh, yeah. You finished? Oh, yes. No, I knew yeah, you were going to say that, Duke. I knew <laughs> you finished? Are you finished? Are you finished? Shut up. Um, no, I, I haven't played as much as I'd like this week, obviously. Um, been really, really busy at work this week, so that's just one of those things. But I have... Uh, played a little bit. I've progressed a little bit with the story. Um, I'm probably not far in, but I'm, I've now rescued Nick Valentine. Nice. Okay, Nick. I like Nick. Um, I think I told you last week that I had a new companion, Kate, and you'd never heard of her. Nope. Um, nope. I really like Kate now. I've dressed her up to look like a bit of a badass. Um, Where did you meet Kate? Kate, I met Kate in the combat zone. Oh. So the combat. I went into the combat zone. And they went, who are you? And they just started shooting me. And basically, Kate was a slave that was forced to fight in the cage. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she defended herself. Right. And she's, she's an Irish woman. And, and I think part of her quest, the, 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 the ringleader guy was like, you need to take, for some reason, he said, you need to take Kate with you, you need to, to see the outside. Ireland. Yeah, I need to take her to Ireland and meet Bongo the scene. <laughs> so, um, yeah, 
Uh, no, it's so I, she was quite feisty, you know. I, 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 I quite, she looked like someone that could look after herself. Yeah. Um, it's funny because now that you mention it, I do remember meeting her, but I think I had just started traveling with Piper. So I was like, well, I'm not ready to have a new person all of a sudden. Maybe I'll take her in my next walk around. No, she's pretty cool, though. I think you'd like her because she's pretty strong and um, sort of. And the really good thing that Kate can do, right, that makes upgrading your lock picking pointless, is she can pick any lock. Really? Nice. Yeah. She has, yeah, well, uh, her, Nick Valentine can hack the consoles, can't he? That's his Yeah, but perk. Nick is a prick. So, so what can yeah. you do then that other people can't do? What? What can Piper do then if somebody else... Well, they all have a perk. They all do stuff. Well, why don't I have her perk? What's her perk? Uh, McCready is the, the most overpowered perk. Huh. McCready, because he gives you... Um, it, it's meant to add 20% to headshots in VATS. But it's, it's glitched at the moment, and it adds 95% for headshots from any distance. Piper, gift of gab. She's a good companion if your character has high charisma Microsoft stats. two new products at the Have start it, of the month. What is this? The oh, God. I hate autoplay video. You suck. They do suck. They she do gives suck. you double the XP for completing speech challenges and discovering new locations. Huh, cool. See, they all have perks. Why don't they give you some sort of tutorial to help you understand? I know. Wouldn't that be brilliant if they told you that? (laughs) Um, Just out of interest, by the way, Kotaku, Kotaku, uh, ranked Fallout 4 companions. Oh, yeah. So you know what the top 10 companions were from 10 to 1? Go ahead. So number 10 was Strong. Sorry, I didn't really going to read them all. No, what's the top three? All right, we'll do top five. We'll do top five. We'll do top five. Uh, Number five was Piper. Yeah. Uh, number four is dog meat. Yeah. Uh, number three is uh, curry or curry. Ooh. Curry. I don't know. I've never heard of her. C u r i e. He, uh, her, him. Don't know. Uh, number two is Deacon. Yeah. Number two is Deacon. And uh, number one was Nick Valentine. There you go. Number one awesome. companion, apparently. So that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. So there you go. That's who's who. Uh, and Kate. Uh, was number eight, Chini. Oh, wait, never mind. Forget I said it. Never mind. Uh, yeah. So, so how, so you've just got Nick Valentine. Is that where you are in the story at the moment? I, I've, um, I've saved him. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I left the area that you saved him from and then he said, oh, you want to find your son, do you? Well, come see me at that. I'm on city and I'll see what I can do. And um, <laughs> I said, that's fuck right. you, you robot. And uh, yeah, and then that's where I'm at. So you went, right, I'll be there in five minutes. And then you ended up doing seven side quests on the way. No, right? I just said, I'll meet you later. And then I raided like a bit of a, there's like a raiders like base. There's just like this little base next to the, where we left. And um, yeah, and then I, then that was that's where I'm at. I, I set up a supply line though, Duke. I remember you oh, saying... Yeah. Set up a supply mode because Stu, this is welcome. This is a world of a play that play that flashback sound effect, Duke. Because I'll give you a, a flashback of what Stu said. Yeah, well, I, 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 I can't bloody get all the junk into one other thing and another thing. I mean, who does that? That's fucking <laughs> stupid. If you get take a wrench to Chinny's house, do you go to your house? Do you expect to have it again at your house? Ah, but so, you know, like, who does that? I mean, who wants to build? This fucking game sucks. Witcher 3, Witcher that, 3. Yeah, bollocks to that shit. It's not that hard. So it, it was like we was there, wasn't it? Uh, anyway, 
uh, I, I've set up a supply line because I've I've took over the castle. Oh, we're back out now. Okay. Yeah. We took over yeah, the we're castle. Back we're back out. Back to normal. Time. <laughs> oh God, I don't know where we were. Well, I, I, you know where Preston from the Minutemen goes? Oh, I'll take over that castle. Yeah. And I took over the castle. Well, he would if I did that storyline. <laughs> so I haven't done none of that shit. Well, so I did that. Was Tom in the game then? Dork. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. A rather large enemy pops up out of that, and I was like, I've already fought one of these. These are stupid. So killed that, and then it, it, there's another quest that says, oh, we need this generator. I'm like, for fuck's sake. These Minutemen are pissing me off <laughs> right, with their needs. So I set up a supply me from Sanctuary to Castle, so I know that, because I couldn't build a generator, and I just haven't checked it yet. So I did the Castle mission. So yeah, I've done a bit. I'm about um, one day and seven hours in. Uh, so yeah, That's pretty good. I'm, I'm getting, good there, getting there. Yeah, 30, just over 30 hours. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just, uh, I'd finished the game at 36 because I didn't build no shit. So um, I'm 31, so you're 36. 36, and I've finished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's not that's not bragging rights there. That's you just going. Oh, I'm no, no, saying because... I'm not going to do what Bethesda wants me to do in terms of exploring this beautiful, no, magnificent I'm... world. Just <laughs> I'm going to do my story. That's like going to a, a, a art gallery and just being like, I'm, I made it to the exit first. It yeah. is, and I did. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, yeah, yeah. interestingly, I went, I went round to Feng Chui's on uh, Friday night, and he was showing me his game, and he's now currently five days and twenty three hours in. No, he is playing it correctly, and and he's literally about a third, only a third of the way into the actual story. See, we should kick you off, Stu. Yeah, well, I should have him on. Kick it. Should have him on. Off. Um, he, he has real name built... Sean as well. It is Sean, yes. Well, it doesn't, is Sean. doesn't it feel weird that he's looking for a son that's the same name as him? No, no, he never said it. He didn't think about that, actually. But that interestingly, though, his town is massive. Right. You know, his actual town. And he's built, like, he's got all these water purifiers going on in his river. Yeah. Uh, and he's making something like 8,000 caps every two days or something ridiculous. Damn. So he says he doesn't even have to. He doesn't need to buy nothing. He said, "I have so much money, I don't have to do How's anything." He making this money uh, by uh, water purifying, and then he's selling the water at Diamond City or something. Uh, I don't know anything. So he's making an absolute fortune. He, he, he showed me his map with his supply lines, and it was like, do you know, you know, like Defcon or something. <laughs> you see all the lines where all the nuclear weapons are going to go. Have to do anything? Pardon? It does it by itself. You don't have to carry the water back and forth. I don't think so. I don't think so. Want to do that? I'll find out. I'll get like, some more. I'll get some more info for you. Expensive armor. I was looking at. Oh, he's he he's literally got guns I've never seen. Uh, is he basically he's just got a Fallout this... millionaire? Now? Yeah. He is. He's a Fallout millionaire, and he's also like just totally overpowered. He said he's in a way he's kind of broken the game because yeah. he said I, like I've got the best armor, I've got the best weapons. Verbal. You know, but then he has in the live chat. Difficulty the... up, you know. There is a, a slider that you can change. In the in the chat, by the way, Verbal Rob said he's seven days in, and yeah, he's level sixty nine for now. <laughs> Six for now, for now. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what level Feng Chui was, but he was quite a high level as well. He was always over fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, but yeah, so that said too much. So, so you finished the story? He's like, no. I'm at, I'm at this point, and I'm like, yeah, that is nowhere near finished the story. That's <laughs> yeah, so my awesome thing that I wrote. Uh, he's further on than you, yes, he's further yeah. on than you. But he's, he's probably about a third I was talking to my, my, my best mate, Marshy, who, who's been on the video. Uh, and 
he was saying like if I do the next bit in the story, then that's like a good point where you can go off and do side quests after that. So I might do that. Right, yeah. No, Just yeah. Give the story I'll... a break and then come back to it later. The impression I get though is the path he's taken, which is the same one as you, um, I would imagine takes a little bit longer than the path, the path I took. Taken? Because you're with the Minutemen, aren't you? Well, not really. They're a bunch of pricks. Yeah, yeah, but they get they make you build loads of shit. So you have to go and get loads of stuff to build stuff, don't you, for them? Yeah, I don't really want to be with them. No, no, but what I'm saying is the story the story path I took didn't involve any building of anything, really, apart that's from... true. You had to build that one thing. Yeah, one thing, but that's all well, I Who was you with? Uh, I, I sort of went along with the railroad. Uh, I have met the railroad. Yeah. So that's, I think I like them better. Yeah, so I stuck with the railroad. Is there anybody I, a good neighbour that I can join? Because I like them. Minute. Yeah. How can you be with the railroad? Why not? Chinny, you... I... well, we haven't done the spoiler show yet. You can save it. Well, okay, fine. I'll save it. Save it. I don't know anything about the railroad, so your reaction. <laughs> I don't. Whatever. Know. No, you'll have a reaction eventually to them. The railroad. Yes. Most <laughs> people. Okay. This seem this seem like good people to me. Ooh, the fact that they might be evil, Duke, makes me like them more. <laughs> They're definitely not evil. No. Okay. Well, is there any? No, well, what's a good neighbor? Is there a group of people at Good Neighbor that I can join? Because I like them. Nope. No. You can get someone from Good Neighbor as your companion at some point. Uh, yeah. Well, it I is. Can't. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, the the choices. To be fair, there are no really out and out baddie factions, really. No, that's true. Well, well, it depends yeah. on who you define bad. Yeah, it does. They're all kind of as bad Save as each other. In a way. Save it. Save it. Save it for the spoiler show, man. Save it for the spoiler show. But yeah, it's 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 good though. It's good. It's, I like the story, but I, it was a bit binary. It was a bit binary, really. Whatever. Yeah. So anyway, uh, anything else you played apart from Fallout? Yes, I have played something else. Oh. <gasps> uh-huh. Oh my. Oh. Uh, the veteran playing... papers would just make weird noises. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing uh, Tales from the Borderlands Episode 1. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you... very good. Very good. Uh, yeah, I said I was going to play it because Duke, Duke... Sorry, Stu, you said you'd be playing it. and Have you finished it, did you say? Uh, I'm just about coming to the end of Episode 4. I played some more this week. Oh, okay. I'm getting there. So, I'm no, I, there. I thought, well, this this is sort of... You're playing it, and, I, and it's all finished now. So I thought, oh, it might be a good time for me to play it so we could talk about it together. Um, yeah. But uh, I really, really enjoyed uh, this game, Tales from the Borderlands Episode 1. Wasn't expecting a ton because, well, I don't know. It's Borderlands, isn't it? So I I really didn't think I would be into it. Um, But they do a fantastic job of making you laugh, making it really fun, uh, just putting a slight... Slight spin on the formula that we already know and we're used to. Um, I really liked it. I have to say, I really liked it. I mean, one of of the best things for me uh, is probably one of the smoothest releases they've done. There's no glitchiness at all. No, it doesn't seem very janky and stuff, no. No, no, there's no frame rate stutters. You know, everything seems to work properly. 
Uh, and the voice acting's excellent in it. Yeah, and, well, and it's got di- Nala North in there, and it's got uh, Joe from Family Guy in there, and uh, yeah. you know some good sort of voice actors in there, and, and it's funny, and there's it's, it's it sort of breaks the fourth wall now and again, and and I suppose I don't know about the other episodes, but this episode is all about um, what's real and what's not real. So it's told you have two main characters. I'm sure you've talked about this year, but you have two main characters, yep. and they tell the story how they see it. And obviously the man sort of exaggerates his story and he's a bit more of a uh, loser than the uh, than the woman. The woman's have sort of, she's had to get by and she's struggled all her life. And, you know, it's really funny because like, they're just telling like a different sides of the story. And, and I really like when the narrative splits up and then comes back together again and it splits up and comes back together. And I just think it's really well done and it, and it climaxed really well at the end. There's a big race at the end and... Uh, the way the story was split up, I just thought worked very, very well. Now, some uh, cell games have more user activity in terms of like actions, and some have less. Where does this fall into that continuum? I, th- I think this would fall onto the less, okay. but I wouldn't put that as a negative. No, no, definitely not. I'm just it's just because style. Since I've moved house, the only game that I've really played is Fallout. So every time I play my Xbox, it's this really intense experience where I have to sit forward and, and 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 play and concentrate and then then I wander around and there's nothing. You know what I mean? And it's just it's really sort of I wouldn't say stressful but very involved. Oh, you sure. know what I mean? And you can't casually this, play Fallout. No, well and this was the first game where sometimes I would just just let the scene play out and I'd just watch it and it was really enjoyable and funny and Are there and moments just, like sorry, because you know, I guess is the is Walking Dead the only other Telltale game I've played? I guess I played some of their Empire, or, uh, Back to the Future game, but in did you not play The Wolf Among Us? Not yet. Ah. But uh, in Walking Dead, of course, there are certain moments where you have to jump up and use you know a control. You have to you know fight off a zombie or something. Is there any? Yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely. Oh yeah, with, that's that. Yeah, there's there's stuff like that. Um, you know, and so you and there's a great passive the whole time. There's a great scene. You could, you, no, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. There's a great scene in it where um, he sort of talks about what he plans to do. I don't know if you remember this, Stu, where he goes, we do this and then we do that and then this. And then what really happens uh, is is not so much the same. There's a few mechanics in it um, that are different. The, the, the male character has a thing called the Echo Eye. And essentially this is detective mode in Batman where you can see things and scan things. Yeah. So that adds a different layer on on what you can do and when you're the woman she doesn't have this echo eye but you can possibly buy things that are more valuable if you walk around and explore you can find things of value and you'll have more money and you can buy different things uh you know like helmets and stuff that she will wear throughout the scene like in in the in the race at the end you have to have a mask and if you had some money on you, you can buy a more expensive mask or a different mask. And it's it's not a big game changer, but it's just something different that they've done. Um, I really liked it. You know, when you when you play, sometimes a Telltale episode can drag on. Do you know what I mean? Where you just sort of drag yeah. on. I really didn't feel it with this. It just felt perfect in in, in terms of pace. And I, I, I think it, it's a number of different things that, that have come to this result where I think Telltale are just better, getting better at, their formula you know what i mean they're just getting better in terms of just making games and and making this type of game um since the walking dead obviously they've 
they've had like this massive surge. With the, wisdom, sense of a rich man, knowledge and the, rhythm. the formula. Uh, uh. Look, they've had this like more like so, look, their, their profile's been raised since The Walking Dead, and I think they've just hit the stride well. In with this one. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think also what it is, they're they're just getting better and better voice actors to do the part. So yeah, they're just becoming all around like, more polished. Because, they're just because, more like, polished. Their games, games are getting better. More people are interested in working on them, and they get more money, and and they they get better because of all those things, and then it just keeps snowballing. Um, and what I will say is that it's just nice to have something that's funny. Uh, yeah, it's quite light-hearted. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. There's some bits in it where you will go, "Whoa, did that just really happen?" Yeah, uh, I, I just so think that, always, like, yeah. it's them stretching their legs a little bit and going, "Right, we don't have to take this one too seriously. There's no pressure on it being an existing franchise. We just have to make something that's good and funny and fits with Borderlands." Now, you said that there's some tool that the Echo Eye. What does that do? The Echo Eye is like a Batman. Homer, there's a man here who thinks he can help you. Batman? No, he's a scientist. Batman's a scientist. It's not Batman. I just wanted to play that. I, I know. I've had that haircut. Um, yes. <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines in The Simpsons. Uh, just to let you know, as well, Tony, it goes on. Uh, someone want to switch seats here? <laughs> uh, coming up at the beginning of the second episode is one of my favorite bits out of the whole oh, okay. of the game Racist I've played stuff. so far. Yeah, no, I, um, I, well, I won't think too much about it, but it happens when the guy says, "No, no, chip." It's it's very like just to put it into context for you. You know, Maybe the, you the beginning. Put it into context. Maybe you should just let it happen. Well, I was just gonna. I was only gonna comparison to. Do you know how you felt when you saw the bit at the beginning of DMC? Yes. Ginny, you know the bit I'm talking about. You talking about Christmas? DMC. Oh. Devil May Cry, the the reboot. But oh, cool when, when he gets changed in the caravan. Yes, it's it's re- it was very reminiscent of that, but cooler. Okay, that was so pretty very, cool. Very though, cool yeah, there's a cool bit coming up, man. I'm telling you now, you'll right. like it. So yeah, it's very. It just gets better. The game gets better as you go along. It is good. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it, and uh, I, I was just confused on on how they were going to do this because y- y- your character isn't really combat heavy. You know, they're on like this spaceship it's like this isn't borderlands like what 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 is this you know um but no it really does sort of panic and and also um you said that you don't know if there's many characters from the main game in this but that you know zero the vault hunter yeah he's one of the playable characters in borderlands 2 you see, uh, I see. oh sweet zero is cool i like zero so zero yeah that 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 person that you go up in the lift with and stuff Stu. um yeah yeah, he's he's one of the playable characters, so he's in it. Um, I think that mad guy with the specs is also in Borderlands 2, I'm pretty sure. Um, well, they probably are, you see. I've only played the original Borderlands, and I played a little bit yeah. of Borderlands 2, but not enough to remember any of the characters. And they mentioned, like, Mad Moxie and things like that. Uh, mad Moxie. Yeah, so there, there are a few sort of nods to the... But it doesn't, it doesn't anchor on them, you know what I mean? It doesn't, like... Right. The, the basically, from this point of view... Vault hunters are just arrogant pricks that do whatever they want. Yeah, uh, but they're not. They are. They are on the side of good, but then they're just sort of got their own agenda and they they sort of do whatever they want and they're like sort of superheroes. But sort of like how Hancock from the movie Hancock was like a superhero, but not many people have a great respect for him. 
Right. You know, and it's that similar he felt thing. Trapped by his powers because he had to use them for good and that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, uh, Verbal Rob says, does Zero still speak in haiku? I'm not sure if he does. I, I don't remember that. I don't, I, he does emoticons, and it, maybe, I don't know if he did. That is really cool. I did not remember that. Thank you, Verbal Rob. So, there you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know if he did. I didn't I didn't pick up on that if he did, but if he does, that's pretty That's pretty. You should watch for that. It's a good thing to notice. Keep your eyes peeled, chin. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do the old episode with haikus now. I will talk uh, like this for the rest of the episode. You can't <laughs> on it. Yeah, you, uh, you struggle with that one. <laughs> All right, so, yeah. Uh, I, I think Tara has brought in cheesecake for me. She has brought Ooh. in cheesecake for me. Oh, that's Fantastic. a good thing to bring a person. That, that, is, uh, that is a fine thing. Good cheesecake. So, and it's perfect timing as well because uh, I have finished what I've been playing. Oh, there nice. you go. Perfect timing. Uh, so, Duke, over to you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Take over a break. Uh, newsletter uh, process line. Thing. Yeah. Okay. We're going to start with. I already played the America thing. So we're going to start with a story time. That's right. I got a story time, people. My favorite time. Yeah, shut up. Um, so I was in the teacher's lounge eating lunch with the other people in my pod recently. And uh, two of the people, actually, three of the people were out sick. Well, two were out sick and one was down at a meeting. So it was just me and these two other teachers, Faith and Megan. And. They started. We started talking about video games, and they started talking about GoldenEye and Mario Kart. And I was like, oh, my God, we're having a discussion about video games. Can I uh, record this for the show? And they're like, yeah, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I'm like, it'd just be a little something to show that everybody loves video games and that I teach with really cool people. So they were talking about slaps only in GoldenEye. Chinny, have you ever played this? Hold on, yeah, sorry, I'm back. Uh, He's eating yes. cheesecake, man. He's eating cheesecake. I'm eating cheesecake. Yes, Slaps Only was hilarious. Slaps, right. Was... So that's what they were talking about. So here's their conversation. It's just a minute and 30 seconds. Do, do I need to explain what Slaps Only is? I don't think so. I think I asked them. I, I don't know what it is. Well, I, okay. oh, did you ask them? You asked them. So afterwards. I'm here Fine. with uh, Megan and Faith, uh, who I teach with, and they're talking about Slappers Only. Is this Goldeneye? Yes. What's Slappers Only? You, you have to – so there's no weapons, and you have to slap the other person multiple times in order to kill them. <laughs> in order to kill them. <laughs> and you used to play this with your brother? And I used to play this with my brother, and he absolutely hated playing slaps only. <laughs> it's the funnest thing in the entire world. There are no guns, so you can't, like, run past someone and, like, get shot and die. Like, the stupid golden gun, which you die or, like, one-shot kill Instantly. and you're done. Yeah. But, oh, man, we used to play slaps only for – Hours. Because that's how long it takes. <laughs> how long did one game take? Oh my god! I think at one point we played like round robin with a bunch of my cousins, and we sat in the basement for at least four or five hours. But one game would take us thirty minutes, maybe forty minutes, if you're really that bad at it. Because you have to walk right up to the you other. You have person. to get in their face and just like you press whatever, like the trigger button, then it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Gaming and Education with Faith and Megan. Thank you. Yay. So that's uh, cool. I, I was really happy. Slaps, slaps Only was so much fun. Yeah. Because what, what it involved in, like, they didn't go into I thought they might say, but basically what, 
what would happen in Slap Silent is there's a proximate there's a there's a hitbox, right? Where you can hang on a second. Is there regenerating health in this game? Um no. Okay, good. So that that makes it easier because if it did yeah. generate health, that would it would never. No, your health was a was two bars on the side of okay. of your watch actually. And so anyway, took how much of that? So one slap took about oh not even a quarter. You know what I mean? It was just nothing. Right. And it, it would take like about I don't know, like. <laughs> an eighth of it or something it, it wasn't much right right and and, and you, you, the, the, there's a hitbox there's a hit radius obviously where you hit them yeah. but what slaps only would turn into is this sort of dance off right. like it looks like two people are dancing going <laughs> and and the the, the the other thing that makes it really funny is the animation of the other characters when they slap was really funny yeah all right and also <laughs> you your hand animation looked really funny as well yeah so the whole thing just looked ridiculous yeah and the, and and the sound effect was like a really like it was it was like a like a good cartoon slap you know like you know what i mean it wasn't like this <laughs> yeah, realistic. Yeah. if that game was done today it'd be like a realistic sound yeah. whereas there like back then it was like oh whatever we'll just get whatever that i don't think because multiplayer was added into GoldenEye 64 right. as a last-minute thing. It wasn't really thought out. Yeah. And and I think that they didn't really work hard. They 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 didn't expect. Oh wait, here I, I have the sound thing. effect of the slapping. Uh oh. Okay. Uh. <laughs> this is a person playing the single player with slapping only. Wow. Anyway, sorry. Oh, that's funny. So there you go, yeah. Golden Noise Slaps. Oh. Only I've got to say, they should, ha- they should have stuff like that in modern video games. Can you imagine, like, Call of Duty with Slaps only? That would be, be great. Fun. They should make... Should there they, there, there might do... be mods for it, I don't know. We, when Call of Duty 4 was big, we used to okay. do we used to do stuff like that. We used to go, like, okay, only pistols, or yeah. uh, you can turn only headshots on and stuff. Right, right. So we used to do things like that. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's that. Hex sells infinite. I hate you, Fumu. You are a terrible person for introducing me to this game because I, I keep playing this and I keep regretting it. Every time I start a level, I'm like, why did I start this up? I was looking for a relaxing game to have some fun with. But now I've spent 25 minutes staring at these goddamn numbers. And it's just so infuriating. But there's also an incredible high that you get when you clear a level with no mistakes, which I did today. So I love Fumu. He's a great guy. But I also hate him, and he's terrible. Nice. So, so have you got – Have you got? is there is there an ending to Hex? Well, Cell, to Hex Cells, there's a certain number of levels that come with the game, and then there's the infinite mode. So obviously you can't finish the infinite mode, but I am on – I'm like two thirds of the way through world four of six. So I will hopefully finish it by next time, but uh, oh this game Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing, like there are certain skills you pick up as you go, so you start to understand, okay, you know what? If there's uh, a hex that has a two with a line through it and there's only three hexes bordering it, you know it's gonna be mine no mine mine like there's patterns that you get and it helps you finish the game more easily but then again they keep adding new elements in 
So now some of the mines have numbers in them, and that means however many in a two-hex radius they're there. And so you have to just you know mix and match all these different indicators, and it just gets more and more complicated. But it's a great game. He said, Do you know what? He starts talking about this game. I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I know. Whatever. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so the reunion yeah. is coming yeah. on November twenty, or sorry, twenty seventh of December, I should say. And so one week from today, uh, I guess that's a Sunday, isn't it? Huh? How about it is a Sunday? Yes. So search for VG Hub in the server browser, or you can join us. Uh, I haven't been back to the Dark Ages medieval server lately, but I think Defoe has been on there. He's been playing Rust some way, so I will be playing some more of that soon. And uh, yeah, come join us for Rust because it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm, I will be there. I'm off, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make an effort to be there. Yeah. Um. Then there was a okay. So one of the Steam sales this week was for Stranded Deep, which is Rust on a tropical island and no multiplayer. So it's like a survival game on this tropical island. Was it? Was this the one with rocks? But you didn't have enough rocks to do stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Which that's the rocks. To be honest, thousands and thousands of rocks. Um. Here, wait, I can even play that thing. Well, there are rocks. Thousands and thousands of rocks. But, so there was a big update on Stranded Deep recently, and it was like, it was on sale, there were a lot of people playing it, so I was like, you know what, it's been a while since I've played Stranded Deep, I will give it another try. And they've added a lot of nice things to it, but there's no animals. So it's like, where am I supposed to get food? And there's nothing trying to kill me. So the only thing I'm battling against is hunger. And there's no, there's, I mean, there might be other foods to eat. I guess there are potatoes or something. But it's just like it was just about gathering, and there wasn't really necessary to craft things, and it was like, ah, this is weird. So the interface is streamlined. It's better, but it's still lacking some things. Still like, empty. It's still pretty empty, yeah. So yeah, yeah, just not enough content. Which is weird there. to me. I mean, it's I think it's weird when an early access game goes on sale at all on Steam, but especially one that feels so empty. I'm like, why would you put it on sale now? Why not wait a few months when you have some animals? I think I think it's because they get some steady income then to actually invest into making the game better. So I think that's why they do it. I guess. It's just, I don't know. It's a weird business model. The whole early access thing is just weird to begin with. Because let's not forget, Rust is still technically early access. Which is- oh yeah, but I think I think a lot of these early access games are people who can afford to develop so much, but then they've not got enough money coming through. Yeah, that's true. So so they put them on early access to get some more cash injection, and then they can carry on making the game without, I guess, going to investors or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Anyway, so after I uninstalled Stranded Deep again after like twenty minutes, uh, <laughs> uninstalled all of it. I said to myself, "Oh, you know what? Seven Days to Die. I remember that being a good game." And they just had a big update this weekend as well. So I was like, okay. And when I mean this weekend, I mean last weekend. So I tried that again, and it's really weird because that game is really, really good. I dropped the difficulty level, which made it a lot easier because those zombies can be really relentless. But the problem with Seven Days to Die is that it's it's really deep, but it's really far from being perfect because – in order to, you know, it, it's 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 got more Daisy in it than it does Rust. And what I mean by that is, you know, you can kill animals and you can, you know, you can get food, but you have to cook it. And when you get hit by a zombie, for instance, you need to make goldenrod tea to get the toxins out of you. Well, the only way you can make goldenrod tea is if you make a fireplace and use a cooking pot to boil the tea. Well... In order to find a cooking pot, you have to go run around a town and hope that it, you find one. There's so much relying on you discovering things randomly. 
And that's the thing that bugs me about Daisy. I like being able to craft everything. And there's no reason you shouldn't be able to craft something that you can use to cook food. You know what I mean? So Seven Days to Die is a good game, but it's not as good as it should be. I'm like, ah. So is this yeah. Duke, is this like a Daisy ripoff, or is it more Rust like? Well, Seven Days to Die is sort of in between Daisy and Rust because there's a lot of crafting, and you can build a you know house to live in or whatever. But the problem is. That it kind of looks like Fallout at the moment when I look at it. Yeah, the graphics aren't great, but whatever. I don't really mind that. The problem is that it's, again, the crafting is, uh, it's deep. Like, I don't want to say it's bad, but it's just, there are certain points at which you have to go scavenging rather than crafting things. And I like games where you can craft everything. You know, Rust starts you out with a rock, and you have to craft everything. You can get blue prints for better weapons but at the end of the day you could play just using the stuff you craft so yeah, yeah whereas this there's a combination of crafting and discovering stuff yeah, exactly and i'm not you know i'm just not into those games where you have to run around and find things especially because in the cities there's a lot of lots of zombies so you spend a lot of time trying to kill the zombies and there are zombies kill lots and lots I know, of zombies. yeah that's i thought that that's weird yep and I mean, whatever. Like, it's it's more fun if you have someone to play with. And like I said, they've made an update recently, which makes the game better. But it's just I don't know. I wish I I, I don't. Know. I wish that I wish you didn't have to go scavenging. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, a few more games to talk about. One, uh, I played some more Dota 2 recently. I don't know why, but I got that bug, and I've been playing Dota 2. I've also been playing Path of Exile. I talked about that, right? Yep. Yeah, yep, you mentioned Path yep. of Exile before. So Dota 2, you know, it's funny with Dota because I played a match right before the podcast tonight, which was a bot match. And those are supposed to be simple, right? You have somewhat decent players on your team and you're going to be able to beat the bots easily. We lost against the bots because my team sucked. Now, to be fair, I was playing pretty badly as well because I was playing with this character, Luna. They've done this thing on Dota. Okay, let me explain. Oh, no. <laughs> They've set up this thing where... And I'm sorry I don't have – I didn't think I'd be talking about this very much, but whatever. Um, so they set up this thing on your profile page now where it shows your rating in terms of like gold per minute, um, how many – what your sort of win ratio is or something like that and how versatile you are. In other words, how many different types of heroes you usually play with. Well, I usually play with one, the Drow Ranger. That's my hero. That's the only person I generally play with. So – my versatility was very, very low, and I was like, I want to make it look like I can play with different heroes, and I wouldn't mind learning how to play with some different heroes as well. It's not just about appearances. So I was looking around at the ranged heroes, because I'm not playing melee. I'm no good with melee heroes. So I was looking at the ranged heroes, and Luna looked like a decent hero, but she sucks, because her ultimate is almost useless, and she can't really stun people. I mean, she has this cool laser attack, but she's just not a great hero. So I was frustrated by that. And so I wasn't playing well, but all the other people on my team were sucking as well. And I was trying to help them out because I was like dominating my lane. And so I was like, I'll go help other people out. And they just didn't know how to play. So I'm like, I'm getting killed because they're not doing well. Juke. Juke, juke, juke. Yes. You were that person one time. Of course I was. But here's the thing. I thought some, some slack, man. That was you at one point. But I communicated with my team. Yeah, but if they don't really know how to play, they're going to struggle, aren't they? Yes, and I'm not faulting them for struggling. I'm faulting them for when I say, let's stay back and use the towers to defend ourselves and get stronger, and they go running off and ignore me, then I hate them. 
They're not listening to me. Oh, okay. Okay. Slack if they're willing to work with me. If they if they'll be taught, then I'm happy to teach. That's what I do. But if they're going to be idiots, then screw them. Well, fair enough. So whatever. There's another <laughs> character named Clinks that I want to try because he seems to have some good uh, powers. But the Drow Ranger really is the beast of the game, and I really love playing with her. So I should just stick to her. Say to hell with my versatility ranking. Who cares? Yeah, but is it is that because you? I mean, do, when you team up, can you choose people via the pages or whatever, or do you tend to just get random people? Oh, in the no, team? no, no. Well, you mean like, can I choose who I'm playing with? Or yeah, so can you go and have a look and go, oh yeah, he's pretty versatile. He's got a high level. He gets loads of gold. I'll play with I him. I mean, you can add people to your friends list. But mm, I don't think anybody would be my friend or not based on whether I'm versatile. Yeah, but then if you were in a random match, for instance, say, right, could you go and look at their stats? So could you look at our stats page and go, oh, yeah, they're pretty good. I'll I'll add them to my friends list so that I can team up with them next yeah, time. Yeah, but the again. only time I ever add people to my friends list is if they're communicative. And I'm like, I want people who communicate on my friends list. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm guessing the point of this is you can, you can size somebody up and then go, oh yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I don't just want people who are good at the game because there's lots of people who are good at the game. I want people who are able to communicate and they'll make themselves visible anyway. So even if they suck, I'm like, whatever. At least you know how to. Global Rob said, "Are you sure that they're English speaking?" Well, that's important too, because yes, there are sometimes people who are like. Did you know if the people that you were shouting at were English speaking? Um, no, I well, yeah, I do because they're like, "Shut the fuck up, fag!" And I'm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you never know that that could mean something else in German. It might. That's true. Did you, did you go? Excuse me. Have you stumbled out to Call of Duty into the wrong game? German <laughs> listeners, please write in and tell us if STFU fag actually something. Shut the fuck up, fag means. Uh, I'm sorry, I did not apply with your instructions. They probably did speak a foreign language, but that was the only phrase they knew. (laughs) Anyway, moving right to the next game I want to talk about. There's a new first-person shooter called Ghost in the Shell First Assault. Yes, I've heard this. I've heard of it. It's in early access, so here we go again with the early access. Uh, And it's going to be free to play when it gets released in the middle of next year, or early next year. And... So, therefore, I was like, well, I should just wait for it to go free to play. But then I was like, you know what? It looks really cool. Uh, people are giving it good reviews, and I'm keen to try it. And, you know, Uh-oh. I want a new first-person shooter. I've been playing Star Wars, and I'm like, eh, you know, I'm not as impressed with Star Wars as I wish I were. Um, but I should play some more Star Wars because it's a good game. Oh, and speak. It looks good. It looks good. We saw Star Wars. Have you seen it? And and no, I'm going to watch it at the IMAX on the 27th. I liked it. It's good. Um, I don't. I don't. It was 3D, and I was like, this didn't need Ugh. 3D. I don't like 3D. I don't want to have. No, to I don't like 3D. 3D. Oh, what did you by the way, 3D? That... Because that was the only way they were showing it at our theater, except uh. for like 2 a.m. I was going to say, by the way, that might scupper the uh, Russ reunion for me. I've just realized I'm going on the 27th yeah. to watch it. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, Whatever. I mean, Star Wars is good. The 3D didn't really add a whole lot. Like there were a few moments where it's like, ooh, the thing's flying through the air. And I'll tell you this: the one, the coolest part about the 3D is at the beginning of every Star Wars movie. Of course, they have that crawl moving into the distance, you know, in space. Oh yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. Coolest part, like to see that moving. Yeah, into- I bet that was cool. That was pretty cool. So yeah, I'm watching. I'll, I'll watch it next week, with my brother. I'm not yeah. like a massive, massive Star Wars fan, but I like JJ. So. Yeah, he's good, and I mean it's it's well done. It's 
whatever. We can talk about it more afterwards. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yes, more, yes. It's more no to talk about it because everybody's like, yeah, it's no! definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say this though: there are some people who are truly terrible human beings who have decided they're going to go out and spoil it. So I was in a Dota chat room, and this person just randomly, t- you know, and the Dota chat room was like the city where you live. They put you automatically into that chat room now, which is weird. Yeah. I don't know why, but whatever. And someone just randomly put a spoiler in there. Wow. I was like, "You are, uh, uh, you should yeah. have been aborted." What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Ghost I hate in the people show. who um, do that. I'm a big fan of Ghost in the Shell, the movies one and two. Those are really good movies. And well, these were movies, were they? Yeah. And that, oh yeah, they're anime. It was based on, an, on a manga, t- cartoon, you know, comic book series. And now mm-hmm. there's this huge series of TV shows and more anime and more manga and all sorts of other stuff. I don't know much about the world really to be honest because the movies are pretty much standalone and i guess they do tie into the same characters in the same world but i never really learned anything about those people it was just the concepts that were interesting to me but anyway um you don't need any of that for this game and i was thinking you know what this look, looks like shoot 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 it is shoot 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 that's what it is good uh good. and i was like you know what i'm not playing a lot of black ops 2 i'm not playing a lot of counter-strike global offensive i'm not playing a lot of the star wars game i would like a new first person shooter Call of Duty's never going to go on sale anytime soon, so I was like, you know what? Let's do this Ghost in the Shell thing. So I paid the five dollars to get the early access, and it's really good. I'm actually really happy with it. The guns feel good. There's some complaints in some of the reviews about they're not accurate enough and blah blah blah, but whatever. There's always going to be some of that, and there's good variety. You have scopes, and like a lo- you know a lot of free to play first person shooters, they do that thing where you get a scope. And then it wears off after a week or a day or whatever. Oh yeah, it's just yeah. stupid and annoying. I want to, you know, get things and then keep having that thing. Well, I think on on Titanfall they call them burn cards, where you you can you just got a card, but you burn it when you use it. You know. Right. So yeah. that's the thing is that this game, I think I can't tell for sure, but I'm pretty sure that when you buy a thing in this game, you keep it forever. You know, this reminds me of this game. Well, I'm looking at it now. Is it just an online game, by the way? Yep. Is, it reminds me of Blacklight. Yeah, it is. Yes, it does. Um, it doesn't have quite as much techno stuff. That's mostly just sort of between rounds and whatnot. Yeah, because it scrambles, doesn't it? Like Blacklight and things yeah, like that. And the I, art style is very similar. I think that's just a, like when you start a round, it does that. I yeah. There's like grenades. In Blacklight, there are grenades that'll scramble people. Yeah. That's cool. I don't think there's like that here. But one of the cool things in it is that you have all these different characters that you can pick from. You pick one when you start, and then you level up enough, you'll get another one or whatever. Um, and each of them has a different ability. So I picked the guy who has the turret you can put down. And it turns out that's one of the weakest characters. That turret does nothing. So oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, so is, oh, it, is it just basic team deathmatch or is there other modes and stuff? Team deathmatch, there's, ca- there's like a domination mode and then there's some other one that I don't remember what it is. But I guess it's like a, a headquarters type of thing. Um, but I only care about team deathmatch really. The maps are too small for domination to work really well. And headquarters is, you know... It's okay. Headquarters is fine, but I, I, that's I always loved headquarters in Call of Duty. Yeah, well, you might like the game mode here, but like I said, it's PC only. So, but it's good. I'm really happy with it, uh, and I I played it a lot until <gasps> next day. Oh no! Black Ops Three goes on sale for 25 percent off. I was like, what? Aren't you glad you didn't buy that now? Well, I'm glad I didn't buy it day one. 
Yeah, that's yeah, what, that's what it means. Absolutely, that's because what I mean. usually Call of Duty doesn't go on sale more than like 10% for six months. So I don't know why they've suddenly put this on sale for 25% off, but I was like, Maybe sweet. It's not selling very well. That's my No, no. It's outsold uh, last year's one so far. Yeah, yeah that's what it means. It's terrible. Yeah, but it's still, was, I mean, in, last year it was. Yeah, but in Call of Duty terms, that's still a lot of games. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it, it's doing all right, trust me. The point is. Why are you earning the money from it, Stu? Trust me. I had, no, but I wish it was. <laughs> Jesus. I I'll had be played rich. the beta. I love the beta. I'm playing it. I love it. It's awesome. There you really? go. End of. Um, I <laughs> suck at it, but whatever. I always suck at Call of Duty. And I think I'm getting a little better. And the the thing that it bugs me is, for the most part, this is true about all Black Ops games, the submachine guns are overpowered. So everybody uses submachine guns. Yeah. And um, that means that my game style, I usually like playing with an assault rifle because they're better at long distances. And submachine guns are usually bad at long distances. So you have an advantage at a distance if you have an assault rifle, usually. But in this game, the submachine guns have from what I can tell, about the same kind of accuracy as an assault rifle, which is stupid because they shouldn't, but no. it is what it is. So, anyway. I, just, I, I played a little bit of this. I did, wasn't there a beta or something of this? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I played a little bit of it. I don't know. Something about the maps. I don't like the maps anymore. Mm. Um, they're just not as interesting to me anymore. Yeah, I like them. And, you know, I, I had a hard time with the, three, the third dimension on... Um, the future Advanced Warfare. the last one yeah. but i actually it it just i don't know something about it works a lot better now so or maybe i'm just less grumpy or something about how treyarch implements it there's the power slide you can do you can launch yourself into the air there's wall running i don't do a lot of the flying into the air or the wall running but it's nice to have them as you know if you're getting shot usually you can try to duck around a corner you can do the power slide and that's pretty much it. But with this, now you can jump into the air. You can, you know, it, it gives you more options for when you're under assault, which is nice because then it's handy and, you know, and you don't have to just run around the map the same way. You can jump into that window up there or whatever it is. So, yeah, I'm loving it. Black Ops 3, baby. Uh, so, so there's no uh, buyer's remorse with this one. Definitely then. not. Now, the one thing I will say, and this is, you know, it's going to sound like I'm just whining and maybe I am. Who knows? But here's the thing. When you see kill cams, sometimes the person has this suspicious ability to, like, aim their gun right at you and have, like, perfect accuracy. Now, maybe the person's really, really good, and they've been playing these games for many years on the PC. And I look, here's the thing. For me, I've only recently moved from the Xbox to the PC. So I feel like I was pretty capable on the Xbox, and now I'm sort of having to learn how to play them all over again because mouse and keyboard is a different way of playing it. And my reflexes aren't as good as they once were, sure. But I have to think that in some of these cases, there may be some forms of software that are helping these people aim a little more accurately. Aim bot. Especially when they go like 32 and 4 every round. I'm like, I'm sorry, everybody has bad rounds once in a while. How is it you're doing so well every time? Yeah, some of it will be that, but some of it, people, you'd be amazed at how much they turn up the mouse sensitivity and how quick they turn the mouse and stuff. Right, that's fine, but... People are crazy good, man, you wouldn't believe it. Let me follow up on that, because yes, that's true, and I've learned that, yes, my mouse sensitivity should be a little higher. But the problem is, if you do that, it's harder to get headshots. 
because then your mouse is moving very quickly and you ha- you know you have to be more subtle with your hand motions. So how oh, definitely. So many headshots then. These people just play twenty four seven though. I don't know they? there are some people who do that, and I don't want to accuse people of cheating if they're not. So I always tell people, look, you know if you're cheating or not. And as soon as they start going, I'm not cheating. Shut the fuck up, fag. I'm like, I bet that person's cheating. Because if you're not, yeah, you just say, I'm not cheating. Yeah, I, I, I think you're probably right. I think there'll be a combination. I mean, there'll be those people who just have the skill because they just play it so much. Yeah. And then you will have those people that are modding it or hacking it in some way or another. And there's no way to know. But, but, I, I'm, you know, I don't want to just be a whiner because, yeah, I do need to just get better. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it's on me. Like I can sit and complain or I can keep playing and get better. But it was. Uh, I was going to say when I was playing Call of Duty 4, we, I mean, I was pretty good and the, the group that I played with was pretty good. But there was one guy called Ben and he was always amazing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was very rare that he was off. Was it just? He was that good? He was just very, very good at it. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. I he, and he was, like he was, and he, he played it just as much as everybody else. Yeah. But for some reason, he was just better at it than everyone. Right. And the, yeah. thing, the two things I'll say are: one, it's so rewarding. You know, like when you they, this game knows how it feels to be sucky. So when you come back, when you get a kill after dying four times in a row, it flashes things on the screen, and you get you know, woo, excitement! All right, points. Um. And the other thing is that it's um, every again you have characters you can play as, uh, so that's cool. And each character has a different like ability that warms up after a certain amount of time. And the woman that I'm playing, in this case, I chose the right character the first time. It's awesome. She so what, um, does he, what does she do? She has this thing called the war machine, and basically, if you point it anywhere near the bad guys and fire, you're gonna kill it. So nice. it's just so nice, especially if you've died a lot, then suddenly you can, like, be an unstoppable killing machine. <laughs> the problem is, sometimes when I unlock it, halfway through a round, the enemies are nowhere to be found. And it's like, oh, yeah. come on, let me find one of you. always the way. There's a timer on it, and it, you know. I was going to say, we're time limited, is yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And the other thing is, I really wish there would be skill-based matchmaking, because... Those people who, okay, let's say people are just really, really good and I suck. That's fine. I would like to not have to play with those people all the time. I should be able to play with people around my own level. Yeah, you want sucky lobbies. <laughs> I want maybe just three kinds of, you know, lobbies. I'm not, because people are like, as soon as I said that online, people are like, well, don't you just get a spine and quit being gay and learn how to play the game? I'm like, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you get a spine? Yeah, why don't you, Duke, man? What's the matter with you? Just, you know, you need to stick your hands down your pants and find the purr. But that's why I love playing chess <laughs> against grandmasters from Russia, because then I'll get better. That'll be fun. Lose, 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 lose. <laughs> lose. Well, I'm getting better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. it, you know, that's that's a mentality, unfortunately, of a, a percentage of Call of Duty players. I know, but whatever. It's it's a great game. It's very well made. It's polished. It runs beautifully on my machine. I haven't had any hiccups of any kind. And you can make emblems. Like, they keep making the emblem maker more and more sophisticated. So, like, you can do a lot of amazing stuff with the emblems. And I haven't bothered with that because who cares? I made one. I always make one for Watchmen because that logo is so distinctive. You know, the smiley face with the blood smear on it. I watched that yesterday. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. It's It's a a comic. Have you read a comic book? 
No, I don't. I don't do that. Gotcha. Uh, comic book. Comic book is ten. No, it's better. I'm not going to. Well, do read that, the comic book, man. Be I'm going to spoil you. I'm going to spoil this for you now, dude. I'm <laughs> never going to do that. Um, you know what? No. Listen, like all my students, I'm going to hear what I hear you say is, I'm not going to do it, but I'm planting the seed, and I hope someday it grows. No, I, I, I'm also taking your other advice, Duke. Be realistic. Uh, it's not going to happen. So now, I, I, Tara's never watched it before, so she, she was like, "Why is he, why is why doesn't he put any pants on?" He's like, "Because he he can't relate to the human species anymore. He's, he's not he's not." Yeah, exactly. All right, but Same she, reason, she got distracted by the blue dick forehead. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's, it's a pretty good movie. It's it's strange. I'll, I'll give it that. Definitely. That's me. Is that you, Dunn? That's me, Dunn. Um, okay, I've I've played two new games this week. <gasps> Ooh. Um, but one one of them is an old game, but new to me. First time I played it, uh, which was a gift off Chinny. Ooh. He gave me a gift on my birthday. Yeah, you bought this game for me. I don't. Did I? Uh, Did I? Off my wish list, uh, which is which is dread out. Oh. Did I? You did. <laughs> You did. You bought me this. Remember this at all? This, this doesn't sound like when me. When and why was I? I know. I know. You did buy me. I know it was you for sure. If it was on your wish list, uh, I probably just picked the cheapest one. Went, yeah, I think you did. It. I think that's what happened. I think that's what happened. So what is Dreadout? Uh, is this uh, Dreadout? Farian? It's no Dreadout is a uh, survival horror game, and it's kind of a cross between Fatal Frame and Silent Hill. Oh, so I guess. Camera then. You do have you have a camera phone, so you have a you have a well, mobile it's phone. phone. It's You're like a teenage girl or something, huh? You do play as a teenage girl. Yes, this is true. Uh, this is true. Uh, but it's it's an Indonesian game. Really? And yeah, it's from Indonesia. Huh. And we we played. I think we played this at, at one of the EGXs we went to. Really? I remember sort of seeing this at, at one of the EGXs. Um. It's alright. It it is janky looking. It looks, you know, it's the epitome of jank. It is janky, and it's janky to control. It it ain't winning no awards for graphics. That's for certain. No, what, no. Was, what was kind of funny? I turned everything up to maximum, and it didn't look any different because <laughs> it, yeah. it sets so out on maximum. Like, I'm sure I put this on maximum, yeah, this, not minimum. Yeah, this Mac. Yeah. You play, you play now. I put it on 1080p. All that happened was the frame rate went down, but everything else looked the same, <laughs> which was kind of funny. Um, but it's it's kind of all right in its janky way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's weird how you fight enemies. The way you fight enemies is by uh, taking pictures of them, of course. Shout because I'm embarrassed. That, like, ah, no. That, that always kills ghosts. Yeah. Uh, some of the enemies are, are visible, some you can only see through the camera. Uh, obviously there's a lot of puzzle solving to be done using said camera you can find secret passageways and stuff that you can't see unless you're looking through it Um, obviously when you get the camera up you move a lot more slowly so if you are being attacked it obviously heightens attention but you don't you're like hey yeah it takes selfies and all that kind of stuff but you don't die so you don't die in the game you do get killed as it were but you just wake up and you you have to move to the light, <laughs> so there's like a light thing. Yeah. It's like in heaven or something. Uh, but what's weird is you you spawn at the exact same spot that you died at, so it never spawns you at the save point or anything like that. It always spawns you exactly where you died. So well, that's kind that of looks, cool. that sounds like it makes dying completely pointless in this game. No, well yes and no because what they do is and this I'm is it's, it's yes. more. <laughs> 
it's more irritating what they do to try and sort of make you go, oh, I don't want to die. Because what they do, each time you die, you're further away from the light. So when you want to respawn, oh you have to go further. So it's irritating. It's like, I don't want to die because I don't have to walk this, like for two minutes in game awesome. to get back to the... Yeah. This looks um, like a, a PlayStation 2 game that got ported to the PlayStation 3. It feels a bit like that, but I think also because it's Indonesian... Uh, obviously, price of eggs. No, I think it's low budget. You know, I don't think these oh. guys have a lot of money to spend. So, so yeah, well, you can only do so much. Lots of games that are low budget, but they're still decent. You'd have to know your limitations. They probably just set their bar too high. Yeah. So it's look, it's all right. I think it's it's not bad. You know, it's got some scares, and you know, the voice acting is terrible, and the animations are janky, and yeah, it's like they're they trying to make a game Chinny would hate. Yeah. I know, yeah, it's, it is. On their whiteboard, it's uh, just a list of games that I would hate. And this is well, you know, it's got jump scares and there's, you know, weird shit going on. So it, it definitely is classified as weird and also shit. Yeah. But kind of good in a janky way. So bad it's good. If it, like, for instance, this is how weird this game is. You get an achievement for playing on a Thursday night. What? Yeah, it's true. So they, they said... Uh, Oh, what's that game where you smoke cigarettes to pass the time? Oh, yeah. Weird stuff of Deadly Premonition and put it into a game for ourselves. This is from an Indonesian company where the people love Deadly Premonition. They're like, we should make games like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's they're going, huge. this Deadly Premonition's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got a huge, um, obviously, Japanese influence. Yes. You know, in the way that it's presented and, and just the weird general nature of the game. So, yeah, there's definitely some of that going on. But, you know, it was free off Chini, so it's worth giving it a whirl. Well, yeah. Um, I found it kind of frustrating, though. It is weird how... Oh, my God, this is what I paid could... for. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, you paid for Sucker. this. Um, it is weird how, it, how the, the story progresses, because sometimes it's just talking to characters activates the next bit of story. That's true of a lot of games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then other times... It, if you didn't you talk to anyone in Fallout, you wouldn't get very far. It's true. Exactly. And then other times you have to just solve a puzzle to get to the next bit. Also, so it is in other games. years I was uh, frozen. Ah, Codsworth, can you tell me about it? Yeah. yeah so, ask him. so anyway, that's that's Dreadout. But the other game... Dreadout. New to me this week uh, was one of Jason Galaher's recommendations. <laughs> With his kind of favourite games of this year on, which is a bit bit premature, but he sent me that anyway. And one of them was on his list. I'm like, I've not heard of this. I'll go and have a look at this. It's called Emily is Away, right? Uh, oh, is yeah. Emily Away. Uh, isn't this free? Emily? Yeah, it's free. It's called Emily is Away. It's a free game. Uh, it lasts about thirty minutes, and so it's not very long. Free, no charge. Uh, it's not very long, and it's kind of cool in the same vein as her, as her story, although it's not FMV. Um, so basically, and then I was like, eh, I don't even bother to be play this, even though it's free. No, it's good. It's good. I mean, it's got very positive reviews on Steam. Yeah, but uh, that's true about Undertale, and that, that's not good. And besides, you say a lot of things are good that aren't. So, so, so the presentation is a Windows computer. Yeah, uh, and it's it's MSN Messenger. How about this? Let me ask you this, because this might sway me. How long does it take to finish it? About thirty minutes. Well, then I'll play it. Tops. About 30 minutes tops. See, I don't want to lose uh, time. That's the thing. I want to get paid in time these days. So it's 30 minutes. Have you seen that and it's Timberlake movie where they get paid in time? No. And then suddenly they got like a thing on their arm that tells you how long you're going to yeah. live. I heard yeah. it's terrible. 
So anyway, I'll tell you how the game works. Sorry, right. it's a video game, right? Go ahead. I didn't, I know, didn't make it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it really isn't much of a game, but it is kind of clever. Yes. So basically, it's it's kind of like a snapshot on relationships, I suppose. Is it somebody's yeah. desktop that you're playing on? Yeah, so you play as somebody's desktop. You choose your screen name and first name. So you like you play as a desktop. <laughs> yeah. you play on you a desktop. desktop. No, but that's that's how oh, the game works. The email, I win. So you play I as am you. a desktop. I'm guessing, I'm guessing built into built into the game are uh, male and female names. So when you put your actual name in, I'm guessing it accesses some sort of database for the most you know popular names of however many there are. Error, error, Chris could be so either. He, so he knows if you're a girl or a boy because yeah, I'm guessing if, he tailors it to. What if it, you yeah. pick like a unisex name? Yeah, George. I guess I don't know. Jamie. He just Jamie works, anyway. Lee. It, Hey, so, so what's kind of funny is right and it and it works on on a number of levels it is uh you pick a you pick a response right so you're chatting basically all the game is you chatting to this emily wow that's it that's the game once again, that's the game. Chini's got his so, number on this game is a chat bot <laughs> yes it is basically msn oh, messenger jesus now what's interesting you pick a response you know what i'm glad i bought you that dreadlocks or whatever i bought you instead of this <laughs> this was free <laughs> no free money would have cost you less uh well you can't gift free games <laughs> but anyway when you've picked <laughs> a response free piece of shit each each time you press any sort of key on your keyboard it types a letter in the game so you're oh, not no, le- fantastic lines like do you like cold play so you're not typing actual words to them. You're just typing stuff, and then it chooses what it wants to send, Stu. Is that what you're no, 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 no. You choose your response, so you get a choice of usually so it's three like four responses. like three, where you choose like one of three. Gotcha. You choose one of three responses, but as you press a key on the keyboard, it types a letter on the game. So you're not actually typing the response, oh. but you... So I got to the point where I was just pretending to type on the keyboard and well, then hit it. Like fun. It was well, cool. I, I liked wish, it. I wish Kay walked in on that moment. <laughs> I wish you could have videotaped this. Why don't you Twitch stream this? So it it sort of, but it's kind of it kind of makes you more Verbal invested. Rob in said, it. "How old is Emily?" This feels like a video uh, simulator. It starts just as in in, in the last year of of school before this you go is to a college. Video simulator. <laughs> so no, but you're the same age. You're at school with this person. You're at school together. A lot of pedos pretend they're the same age as well. <laughs> yes, together. But it progresses through to the end of college, so it's sort of this relationship with Emily over the years and what happens. They're in love, Chinny. It's it's real. You just don't understand. Uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. But it's look. All I can say is it's very cool and cleverly done. And and I was invested, man. I got to the end, and there were a couple of things that happened, and you're like, wow, that's a bit. I didn't see that coming. That was a bit half. Didn't know em- Emily uh, was an elephant. And then the lion ate you. Oh, wait, that was that other dumb game. But look, right, it's free. It takes, obviously, about 30 minutes to play. It definitely doesn't need a, a We're about 10 minutes into this gameplay. I think sure. I've already played it. Yeah. So, But, yeah, definitely worth Look, I can only recommend it. It's good. Okay. It's you can't only recommend it. You can also not recommend it. It's only half an hour. I can only recommend it. I would not only recommend it. I cannot do it. It's very, very good. That'd be it's great, though, the only thing you could do. Time to go to work. Ah, oh, play. Emily is gone. What? Emily's gone. Play it. You gonna... It's very much. To give, it, to, give a, to give a comparison, it's it's kind of, I guess, in the same vein as, like, Depression Quest or something like that. All right. Now you got. Now you're talking. You know, it's that it's that kind of feel about it. Although it's not it's not as depressing 
as depression quest. Nothing <laughs> is. No. No, but the, the obviously the response the, that she got when she tried to stand up as a woman in the world of video games. Yeah, some of the stuff you say and some of the stuff you do, you like it. It sort of tricks you almost ah. into if you shouldn't. I like so it tricked. is. Yeah, it's quite. It's a pedophile simulator. Then it's not. Anyway, that that being said, uh, obviously we talked about tales from the Borderlands. The only other thing I did was finish uh, King's Quest episode one. I finished that. Oh yeah. Huh? Oh yeah. So that is that yeah, is done. Was it in the end then? Um, it was fairly long. I would say probably about maybe two two and a half hours, I guess. Cool. Uh, but, but they're planning on releasing. But the thing with King's Quest, as opposed to like a Telltale game, it, it's more dependent on how quickly you solve the puzzles. Really, it, you know, depends on how long it takes to finish it. Yeah. So I'm guessing if you if you knew the answers to the puzzles, you'd probably get through it a hell of a lot quicker. Um. The only thing I'll say, it's a good game. It's a good game, right? Yeah. But but uh, it could have definitely done with a map. Mm. Somebody said Dick Because, <laughs> yeah, it could have done with a map because um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of areas in the game, right? And obviously you're solving puzzles, but you might pick up something from somewhere else and then go, oh, yeah, I need to use this in such and such a place. And then you're racking your brains to try and remember where that was and you do find yourself... Going to the wrong place and like, oh yeah, no, that wasn't there, was it? Uh, where the hell did I see that? See, I wasn't planning on playing this, but now I feel like I definitely should not because that would drive me crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not terrible, and you do start to get used to where everything is, but it is annoying and a bit frustrating. It's when fifteen, there's no reason to not give us a map. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, and it wouldn't have been a big deal to put a map in the game, so you could actually bring it up and go, oh yeah, I know what that's. Now, there may be maps online. There probably is. I'm guessing there probably is. Um, shouldn't have to go find it online no you shouldn't have to go and find the map online uh and even if they just you know filled in the map as you found an area of the game you know and then it's sort of available for you to look at uh but it's good but it, it, it was good i was impressed with the story presentation is second to none i mean the voice acting is just brilliant you could just be watching a disney cartoon do you know what i mean that's that's the level of voice acting that's in this mean. yeah so um <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm getting some grief off uh, Jason. Oh, I heard now. Uh, he's saying, uh, he's saying, which, he's saying, he's saying a map is is this Witcher three, Stu? Just stay on your unicorn wanker. Zing. It's not very nice. It's not very nice. But it's true, man. He could have done me a map. There's nothing wrong with a map. Um. So yeah, so that's kind of kind of it for me this week. Uh, but yeah, King's Quest is good. I'm looking forward to episode two. So yeah, I'll be playing it. I'll be playing yep. it. Keep your ear on. So, yeah, no, I liked it. Do we have any idea so, when episode yeah. two is coming out? Uh, it's out, apparently, according to Jason. I haven't seen it on the store, but apparently it's out now. Oh, there you go. Uh, but my recommend- recommendation this week is Emily is Away from from Jason Golliher. So there you go. supposed to make a recommendation each week. I know. My recommendation is Black Ops 3. What? But if you're poor, my recommendation is Ghost in the Shell standalone first assault game thing. There you go. There you go. Uh, that all being said, it's time for a little bit of news because we haven't got a sweet. Putting news first. Uh, okay, uh, news time. So uh, Valve has come under fire from a French consumer association called UFC. Shot fire! Uh, something, something, something French. Uh, the organization. Uh, Legitigates? 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 Uh, litigate. Litigate. 
Legitimation. Litigation. 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 I can't understand these French words. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, on behalf of the public, uh, as they feel that Steam is letting consumers or customers or twats down, uh, I, um, I like what they're trying to do, but I don't love their chances here, says Nathan Grayson of Steamed at Kotaku, whatever. Um do you want to go on to this? Because I don't want to read this story anymore because I'm getting confused. Stu, what the fuck's going on? Uh, so basically... If French consumer sues Valve of a ban of Steam resales. That's right. But basically they're going, you should be allowed to resell the games you've bought on Steam second-hand if that's what you want to do. That ain't going to happen. So that's... Uh, and, and also... That ain't gonna happen. You know what though? It should happen. That's they're right. We should have the right to sell games after we've played them. Yeah. Uh, right. The it other thing won't happen, but it should, and I'm glad someone's trying not. to stand up for that. Is it, is uh, it because things... you 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 buy a license to play the game, not the game? Uh, yes, but it's still, yeah, you you basically own the license to play the game, not the actual game. You own the it's permission so, to play not, it. Yeah, because it's not a physical copy of the game. Yeah, so you got nothing. But they're saying they should, you should be able to transfer your license to somebody yeah. else. And why shouldn't we retain that as a... I mean, as we go into the digital age, why shouldn't we demand as consumers that we have that right, even though we don't own an actual physical thing? I mean, we own property ownership of intangibles all the time, and we transfer those. Yeah, but that, you see, but that's... You could say the same for digital music you've downloaded. You can't sell that either. Yeah, but you should. So you should. No, you should, but it, but it applies to anything digital, doesn't it? If you buy, you know, buy. Should. I mean, look, this is they're doing the right thing. They're trying to push for our rights as consumers, and I you know them for doing that. You can't sell a book you bought on Kindle, but you should. You know what I mean? I know. You, I know, but we should. That's what I'm saying is maybe this is the first step toward making that happen. Maybe, but they could they could fight anybody, couldn't they? But anyway, the other stuff. I, the, I can't resell the adopted child that I bought on a whim. I didn't know you saw you bought a child. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. No, well, it it was a sort of two for one deal, but I didn't get the second nice. one. I forgot to pick him up. Yeah. Um So uh, it's just anyway. one of those crazy boys, you know, you know, impulse boys. Brother. I want him. No. <laughs> it's all the way across town. We're not going back. So the other thing, when they've when they've scrutinized the uh, user agreement on Steam uh, Valve declines any responsibility in case they get hacked and users' personal information gets stolen. Right. So they they decline any responsibility if if somebody hacks uh, Steam or Valve and nicks all your credit card details. That's not their fault. Which again, that's gray area. I mean, I don't. You know, I'm not saying it's totally their fault, but you know, they have a responsibility to keep our stuff safe. And as it is, they totally write that off and they say, nope, nothing to do with us. Not our fault. Uh, they also claim ownership on the rights of any user-created content uploaded to Steam. Weak. So that is the other one. Uh, it's impossible to get the money on your Steam wallet back if your account is closed, deleted, or banned. Now that's the part that I think is most troublesome. Yeah. Uh, and Valve, Valve applies Luxembourg's consumer law regardless of the user's country. So in Europe, it doesn't matter where you live, it's Luxembourg's law that they go by. That's just bizarre. Yeah. Be- so anyway, that's what it, that's basically what it's all about. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to argue about it anymore. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. Good luck, French ah, lawyers. Good, good luck. You're not going to win. <laughs> did we like Bioshock? Yeah. We are. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we did. Uh, Bioshock's creator Ken Levine's mysterious new product features a small-scale open world. Well, Levine. Rev- what? So it's like Fallout. 
I know. Um, Levine revealed the detail last night, speaking on NPR's On Point show. Uh, the decision to feature open-world gameplay stems from something Levine has been discussing for a while now, how to increase replayability of a top-notch narrative game. Amen, brother. Uh, the, the AAA single... This is, uh, I think this is Levine talking now. It is, yes. it is Ken Levine. Uh, the AAA single-player narrative game is, a, is starting to disappear. Levine explained uh, uh, kind of games like Bioshock, there are a few of them being made. Uh, the real reason is that they're really expensive to make, and I think gamers are saying pretty loud and clear that if they're going to spend $40, $50, $60, uh, they want to experience that they want an experience that lasts more than 10 to 12 hours. That's not that, that's a lot to ask for somebody to spend. Bioshock Infinite was... This is not him going, talking now. Bioshock Infinite was uh, the final title from Levine's Irrational Game Studio. As we knew it, uh, the developer has since been rebooted with a small team with, of veteran staff. The studio is still part of the publisher 2K, uh, which is also exploring new options for the future of Bioshock, likely a new game made by a developer other than Levine. So what do you think of Levine's I comments? Make Bioshock if it's not going to be them. Did you just call? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think I think it's kind of interesting. I think it's kind of interesting that he's going for a more small. I mean, as he's terming it, small scale open world game. Yeah. Levine um, makes good games, but he, he he says a lot of stuff that doesn't happen. Like what? Like a lot of the scenes that they showed in Bioshock Infinite never were in the final game. Really. That's true. That's, That's true. So I, when he says small scale, I think it's going to be it's going to take longer than he says it's going to take, and it's going to be bigger than he says it's going to be. And maybe it won't be quite that open as he says. Yeah, and I just I, I just I like Ken Levine as a person. I think he's very interesting, very smart. I like his video games that he makes, but I don't really trust a lot of what he says. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> The the other thing I find myself thinking is though that the game developers seem to have this thing about replayability, or you're gonna replay the game for this, or you're oh, gonna it's replay very rare. It for that. I replay a game. Uh, that's what I was gonna I say. Replay yeah. is Rocket now, League and Halo Wars. Exactly. Is he is he talking about replaying the game, or is he talking about extended playtime, which is a different thing altogether? That's true. Although I am one of those people who replays games, so true. You are. Well, yeah, but I'm a weirdo. You know, well, not necessarily. Yeah, you, you don't necessarily you... replay games, do you? You go back to games, maybe. Oh no, I replay them. I mean, how many times have I done Skyrim? Yeah, but that's not replay. Oh, well, I guess it is. It is you, a replay, and it I is. It is. I guess you're right. Four times I've played. You know, I play a lot of games over and over again. I've done lots of yeah was on Scott Fallout Three and uh. Yeah, but he's yeah. I guess you're right. I guess that that would count. He starts count. Rust every week. <laughs> yeah, but Rust Rust is different know, because I'm Rust joking. is kind of open ended. Right, yeah, All right. but that's what I was more terming sort of joke there, you know replay. Joke, yeah, joke, I get you. Joke. I get you. Um, but Duke is right. He has replayed Skyrim story like umpteen yeah, times. He's insane. Yes, he is insane. Is he? Is a kind of a a niche on his own doing Mitch, that? I think this is Levine looking at the games. That have come out this year that have smashed it, like The Witcher 3, yeah. Metal Gear Solid 5, and Fallout 4, and he's gone, shit, what have all those games got in common? They're massive, they're open world, and they last more than 10 hours. And I think that's and just the trend that games are going in. 
I mean, I think. Yeah, I, I don't think it's about. I don't think it's about like. If 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 ten to twelve hour games were selling, I don't think you'd give a shit. But I think it's about making a studio that right. is is business sense. You know what I mean? It's like right. Yeah. As a business, I need to make a game that will. This is the way that generate. it's blowing, we have to blow that way too. So I don't think it's about replayability. I just think that's where no, that's the type of pe- games that people go fucking but, mental. But what concerns me is, is he if he's got this open world but still with a focused narrative? Right. It's notoriously hard to tell a good story in an open world. Yeah, exactly. So he's still got this focused narrative, but is the the extent of the open worldness just going to be collectibles in bits of the world? Is it going to be more like a, an Assassin's Creed type game than it is a Fallout type game? Well, you know well, what I mean? I mean, will it be just an open world for open world's sake, though? You know what I mean? Will it That's be just what I mean. An open, like in in like Mafia, is it going to be Rage? Is it going to be like Mafia Rage? 2, there was an open world, which I actually quite like the fact that there was an open world and there was nothing else to do apart from the story. It really made you drive on with the story, but no yep. one's replaying Mafia 2. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, obviously, like there are people that have replayed it, but well, no one's talking order, about it now. For a game to really have replayability, you need to have a fork in the road where you could you know, do it differently. You need, you need to fill it with content. So that's the, the reason. Right. Well, but I don't even know it's necessarily that as much as like if you – I don't think it's open world that helps a game be replayable so much as it is choices about how you take the narrative in one direction or another. Or approach the missions or, you know, exactly. or, or yeah. change your character or, exactly. you know. Yeah. Exactly. But I think yeah, – Do you people, stealth or do you go all guns blazing? You know what I mean? That's kind of I mean how many people it? really would replay Witcher 3 or Metal Gear Solid 5? No, I mean I've I finished the game. I finished the the first lot of DLC, but I'll probably not pick it up again until the next lot of DLC comes out. Exactly. Just to play that DLC, you're not going to play the. Just to play the DLC, yeah. I'm not going to put another hundred hours into it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Oh, some people yeah, do that. Playing game. That's just freakish behavior. Yeah, some people do that, but you know, 120 hours or so, which is what I put into that game this year, is probably enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's plenty for well, me. <laughs> we'll see what Ken Levine comes up with, but I'm not. I'm not holding my breath. No, I think um, it's just the more just corporate speak, man. Well, the other thing so. is, you know, we said that it's it's so hard to tell a good story with an open world game, and maybe he's seeing that as a challenge. Maybe he's like, you know what, I'm going to be the first one to do it really well. Okay, moving yeah. on now. Uh, Kojima Productions uh, has gone indie. Uh, new Metal yes. Gear Konami is now replacing uh, uh, Kojima. That's true. So. Let him on stage at the Video Game Awards. Uh, Metal Gear Solid yeah. publisher Konami intends to continue the franchise with a new creative team. The publisher is currently recruiting development staff, uh, and the job adds leaves no doubts to what the project has in mind. Quote, new Metal Gear. You know, though, so we- what, though here's the thing. I, I think that when you get away from the original designer and developer of a game, there's a tendency for the game to just become silly and ridiculous. So, you know, they're probably going to end up with all sorts of dumb stuff in future Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moon carrying away a tank or something. I mean, that's just going to yeah. be ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Or like, like the main character wearing a chicken hat. For no reason. Exactly. That's just exactly. Like that. exactly. Uh, uh, talking about Hideo Kojima, though. Uh, Hideo Kojima uh, is doing okay. No, don't worry about don't worry about Kojima because he forms a new studio, and his debut game will launch first on the PlayStation. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's pretty exciting. I don't know if you yeah, know any I, of the details of what the game is. Uh, <laughs> no, apparently his new studio is going to be called uh, Kojima Productions. <laughs> Who'd have right. known? Who'd have known? So, uh, um, as, as very creative as he is on video games, he's not very creative on 
game names, like studio names. But he's just sticking to what he had before. Yeah. It's no different. No different. But they have got a new logo, which is very cool. I have to say. Oh, is it really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a new Kojima Productions logo, and it's uh, it's kind of a skull, I think, with with guns sticking out of it and stuff. It's it's pretty crazy looking. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy looking thing. That is that. Um, have you seen it? Have you got it? <laughs> no. Oh, I thought you'd seen it. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen it. I'll show you. Um, Putting in. So yeah, so so there's that, and yeah, I think it's a bit of a scoop for Sony, really. I mean, they're, they're kind of uh, will be very happy that they've got whatever the hell he makes in the next ten years, <laughs> which is probably how long it will take him. Yeah. You know. Now, I mean, he's, he has done some interviews, uh, and without directly saying so. Uh, he's, he's, you know, he's hinted and, and sort of poked at the fact that working for a big corporate machine in Japan is very difficult, and you know, he sort of alluded to the fact that he had to get every single little thing signed off when he was making the game, and it made it really difficult to do. And you know, he spent more time in meetings than he did in actually designing stuff. Uh, so he's kind of happy, and now he said that the fact that he can he can do stuff at his own pace when he wants to do it, and he doesn't have to go into meetings every time he wants to do something else. Whoops! I sent you the so. one, Shinny. Here's the correct um, logo for Kojima Productions, the new one. Uh, so anyway, the, the 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 upshot, I guess, is for the that... audio. He sent me a link to Dickbutt. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess the upshot. Sorry, is, Stu, he, you were saying. It's probably going to take him even longer than ever to release a game, probably, <laughs> because he'll spend so much time making it now. Oh. All right, you cut uh, off so there, Stu, so we didn't we didn't hear anything. That's fine. <laughs> Just move on. Just move on. Anyway, let's Just move on. We'll move, move on. on. We'll move on. Because move on. Fantastic internet, which is really good. It's not that. It's not that. I plugged the thing into the outlet. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, know, let's you, talk you about. Let's haven't changed at all. <laughs> let's talk about real games. Rocket League revenue. Tops fifty million dollars. Damn! Rocket League yeah. burst onto the scene during uh, the Northern Summer, a typical quiet time for releases. This, it's a promotion uh, as a PS Plus instant collection title, uh, and not least that the fact that it was gosh darn, it was a good time, uh, helped made a hit. Or okay, whatever that all that paragraph means. <laughs> Basically, it came out at a time where <laughs> games don't usually come out. And it was also a free game for the PlayStation players. Uh, let's see if this, the rest of this article is worded like a fucking Rubik's Cube. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we've been impressed by the tiny psychics, 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 I think it is, psychics, Python, right. <laughs> uh, the tiny psionics team ongoing support of the title with lots of free content and patches in addition to the premium cosmetic DLC and it looks like it's 8 million players have been pleased too in a report into Wall Street in the Wall Street Journal we learned that the sports driving hybrid has generated over 50 million dollars in revenue you might be tempted to stack that up to the Call of Duty's annual 1 billion dollars in sales but where Call of Duty is the product of literally hundreds of staff across developers and publishers and marketing, Rocket League was produced by a handful of developers. In fact, it was 12, I happen to know, and on a shoestring budget of two under $2 million. Since Rocket League's immediate uh, uh, precursor, supersonic, acrobatic, ro- rocket-powered power 
power battle car. That was never going to be successful, was it? No. Uh, <laughs> a name like that. Jesus Christ, sank I can't even with say with a it. trace, <laughs> despite a loyal cult following, uh, the money for Rocket League uh, had come in from elsewhere. The Psionics team moonlighted on games uh, like Mass Effect 3 and Gears of War to pay the bills. Uh, so, yes, Rocket League is doing well. And in February, it will be released on the Xbox One and we'll get a shitload more money. But they have been uploading it, um, updating it with some more uh, patches. There's the Wasteland patch, which is a slightly different pitch. Uh, I've played that. And also, um, you can when you play the game, you unlock like like hats and stuff for your car. And it, at the moment, it's all Christmas themed. Sorry, so. hats for your car. You, you, can wear, you have different types of hats and different types of you aerials. You can wear hats. <laughs> your car wears hats. hats. But you you don't you, yeah. do, you I don't think you have to buy. Well, that's it. ridiculous. Sure, it, it just makes it your car cool. look a bit different. You can have antlers and you can put a tree on top of your car. Okay. You, you just sense. every time you play a match, if you do well, you'll get a new thing. In fact, every yeah, match you play, <laughs> you get you get a new hat or a new thing or a new like aerial like flags and antlers and stuff. I just had your yeah. hat on a car is just stupid to me. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it's cars that can double jump, Duke. I don't know where your <laughs> line. <laughs> the hats is just ridiculous. Double jump <laughs> cars just makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. And then the last thing I want to talk about is the biggest video game disappointments of 2015. Uh, you'll like this article because the the, the very top picture, uh, Duke is Homer looking uh, down at the table with his hand in his head. Uh, Who looking down? Sorry. Who is it that's looking down? Homer. Homer, Homer. Simpson. Oh, Homer Simpson. Homer. Homer, hey. man. So, uh, let's talk about... Where is this? I don't uh, see this on the list. It's on the list. It is. Uh, oh, thank you. It Duh. starts, okay. <laughs> right. starts with the word uh, biggest. Yay, Homer Simpson. Woo! So, yeah. what, uh, let's talk about these disappointing games. Let's have a, let's have a look at these. Uh, Arkham Knight for the PC. Oh. There's a man here who thinks he can help you. Batman? No, he's a scientist. <laughs> Batman's a scientist. Perfect. It's not Batman. <laughs> that's very, Perfect. that's very, very apt, apt. I have to say. Uh, yes, uh, Arkham Knight uh, was notoriously uh, <laughs> just, just just a turd on the PC. Yeah, uh, in fact, if you try to put a turd into your CD tray, if you still have one, it would probably have more chance of running <laughs> Batman run Arkham yeah, Knight than the actual <laughs> disc. Would. Um, uh, but no, never mind. Yeah. It does. The, the unfortunate thing about this, this is what saddens me, is Batman Arkham Knight is one of my favourite games that I've played this year. Yeah. And all anybody talks about is how bad it is on the PC. Yeah. Which is really sad. It is sad. Have you finished this yet? Yeah, it, it is. It is. And I no, I haven't. No, I need to go back to that. That's on me go to back to list. Yeah, that's a long uh, fucking list. I know it is. It is. You're telling me. And it you're telling, look, I'm working through it. Look, when you've played Bloody Witcher three for 130 don't, hours of the year, you know, pulling all the game into one game. Yeah, and maybe you should let the DLC for Witcher three rest for a while, and then go back to the other games that. What? Uh, can you can you take a I photo? Of it? Does it tell you your playtime in Witcher three? Uh, no. Yes, I'm no. So it how tells do you, you know you played? Somewhere. How do you know you played uh, 100 hours? Estimating. I'm estimating, but I, I know I have. Then. No, no. <laughs> no, I know I have. I refuse. I I you probably spent 30 yeah, hours on it, and no. you did fuck all. That's no. just 130 no. hours. The problem is, it doesn't give you a true amount of time because, you know, you put your PS4 into rest mode. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, when you put your PS4 into rest mode, it counts that as time in the so game. you probably played about four hours of this game. <laughs> no, no, no. That, was, that had something like seven weeks, eight weeks of playtime, which I know isn't true. Yeah. So when you say so, 100 hours, I'm never going to believe you ever again. It is, trust me. Nope. It is, trust me. Right, okay. Uh, do, That's do, number do, one. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Um, the Order 1886. Yeah. Yeah, that was disappointing. That was a game. Yeah. Likes the way it sounds. I, do you know what? I, it looked amazing. Yeah. I mean, the game looked incredible, and the voice acting was amazing, but the game was just crap. Do you know what I mean? It was barely a game. It was. Yeah, not like Proteus. Yeah, but but here's the thing, right? There's we, Proteus is better than the Order 1886. Go ahead. Right. No, it no. If we take like a Telltale game, for instance, which are very story focused. Yeah. You know, because you're still making those dialogue choices, it kind of still feels like a game and that you're interacting with it. Yeah. Whereas they tried to do this amazing presentation and story thing going on, but the actual interaction stuff was just shit. It was just really, really weak. So, yeah, I would totally agree with that. And it was very short as well, as as everybody points out. You know, yeah, you it can was play terrible, it. and it didn't go on long enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The terribleness it just didn't last for long enough. But you know, he did a lot of amazing things. But then there was just a lot of things he just didn't do very well. Yeah, which is sad. It's kind of sad, man, because he had half of the game, but they just had the half. So would you agree that it landed with a thud? It it definitely landed with a thud. Yeah, it was. It this, was. This oh. article, by the way, isn't the most disappointing video games. It's just no, no, the biggest video game disappointments, disappointments of, of so like anything 20. that's disappointing about the. Because I was reading through some of these, like some something about timed exclusive DLC, which I know I'm not going to talk about that. But there's another thing. Uh, the new 3DS gets literally two exclusive games. Now, I didn't even know this, but there is a new 3DS come out this year oh yeah yeah it had a, it had a, an extra nubbin so you could sort of have a, a second analog stick on it i didn't even know there was a new 3ds and i didn't even know it's a yeah, name yeah. and the name is the new 3ds <laughs> yeah. uh, jesus true. christ so the fact that that came out and i didn't even know about it says something i suppose um i don't know about this but i, I don't know if anybody on this show knows about this but metal gear solid sorry. 5 yeah, wait sorry uh there's a new 3DS. It's the same stupid piece of crap hardware as before. She's got a new hat. She's got a new hat. It's got a new hat. Yeah. I want it. I want it. Me, me, me. Um, yes, Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh, apparently, its story falls apart. I don't know. I want to meet the person that thought that the Metal Gear Solid 5 story wouldn't fall apart. Uh, because <laughs> it's Metal Gear Solid. Ironclad, airtight narrative. Yeah, that, that all those all those uh, loose ends were tied up neatly. Thank you very much, Kojima. Yes, uh, so I'm not going to read too much into that one. Uh, yeah, but to be fair, right when you when you consider all the shit that's gone down at Konami, it's lucky any sort of game came out at all, isn't it? Really? Exactly. Quit complaining, people. Yeah, yeah. quit complaining, especially when the lead graphic designer turns into the bin man. You know what I mean? It's uh, <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, it's yeah, you've got to do so well. Go and clean the, the toilet. Uh, head programmer becomes the. Um, uh, totally cleaner. The, 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 yeah, the security, security guard. Security guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Janitor. Um, 
so yes, uh, another disappointment for the world of video games was uh, cool competitive multiplayer games just can't get traction. So multi multiplayer games such as Evolve, Battlefront, Rainbow Six Siege, and uh, yeah, I've said them all. There you go. Um, they don't seem to get enough players for them to get going. There's 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 we I think we're past the age of everybody playing that one game like Call of Duty Four. Well, that's true, but I I think I can't. I only played Battlefield or Battlefront, so I can only speak about that one. That what's well, not the problem with that? There's enough people playing Battlefront. The problem is that it's not designed well enough. Meh. Not enough maps. Not enough maps. Get those maps in. Uh, yeah. Not uh, I mean, I I liked Evolve. I did, but I don't know. Just not enough the, people played it. I was really excited about Evolve. I played for ten minutes and got bored. So anyway, uh. Uh, Silent Hills gets cancelled, and um, that everybody was excited about the, from the PT trailer because it was made by Kojima and Guillermo del Toro, who has problem finishing games. Um, and it starred that guy from The Walking Dead, and everybody was excited. And then the game gets cancelled, so a lot of people were disappointed about that. Yeah, it looked amazing though. Yeah, it looked- Amazing, and I I was stupid enough to delete it off my hard drive. So way to go! Uh, I ain't got it no. I ain't got PT no more. Imagine if you had a you had a business, Stu, and at this business you had a person that made a product that everybody loves. I know that I made know. you millions and millions of dollars. This person is your most valuable 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 person. In your- <laughs> For instance, he knows how to say the word valued. Valued. I, know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I can't speak. I think <laughs> I've lost part of my tongue. Valued person. Right. Yeah, yeah, you need yeah, to look yeah. after this person. Right. Look after him. Yeah. Because he's making you a lot of money. Kick him in the dick. So what did Konami do? Exactly. They kicked him in the dick. Uh, obviously, we talked about it already. But yeah, one of the low points of the year is when we found out that Konami was replacing um, their lead level designer and made him Ant Watcher uh, instead. And they just really fucked everything up this year. And no one likes Konami. They're a mess. And they just... So do you think people hate EA more or Konami more now? I think I think Metal Gear Solid fans would hate Konami more. Well, sure. Yeah, it's a niche. It's a niche audience, though, really, isn't it? It's not as it's not as like the masses that hate EA. It's a tiny minority that hate Konami. Well, sizable minority, to be fair. Yeah, I guess sizable, sizable. And we're not. Oh mm. yeah, but they're, they're doing pachinko, man. So it's everything's <laughs> good. True. Everything's. They probably make more money out of that anyway. Uh, Another disappointment of the year that there is no Red Dead Redemption. I don't know why people expected Red Dead Redemption. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Is that really in the article? Yes. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's not just me talking about Rockstar, but people for some reason expected Red Dead Redemption to come out. Do you not know Rockstar? They don't focus on the old too much. I mean, obviously. I think think even even an announcement people are saying, but that's not how Rockstar works. To be fair, they they have brought... Grand Theft Auto, old Grand Theft Auto games to the PC. Yeah, that's true. But I, I think, I think Red Dead Redemption's not old enough yeah. for it to be brought back. At some point and it will. So like, the, the reason why they did that, I think they did that for maybe a bit of nostalgia with San Andreas and three and stuff. But I think they're just moving on. They probably the real reason is probably they're just too busy doing other stuff. You know what I mean? They've they've been updating the crap out of. 
GTA. They're probably working on single player expansions for GTA. And also, they're oh, probably. Hey. Work... What? Ah, I know what he's going to. I know what he's talking about. Look, we haven't got that. We haven't got that far yet. We haven't got that far. You're really um, setting that up on purpose? What? Look at the next one. <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, all oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I totally meant that. Right, and they're probably <laughs> yeah. not, they're probably they're probably working on that, and they're also probably working on the next Red Dead Redemption. Now, I'm a massive Rockstar fan. I know what I would prefer. Right, if I was a PC gamer, which I'm not, but if I was a PC gamer, I would prefer the next Red Dead Redemption to be on the PC rather than the old one. Yeah, but you don't so, because yeah. you haven't played the old one. The old what? The old Red Dead. If you're a PC gamer, this hypothetical PC gamer has no idea how good Red Dead is. Go and buy a 360. Jesus Christ. He's in his bedroom going, I never played any Red Dead. And I have syphilis. <laughs> I don't know why this... Well, you, you, need to, you need to sort your priorities out. For some reason, this person has syphilis. <laughs> yeah, because Red Dead Redemption is the least of your problems right now. Uh, <laughs> the next Red Dead Redemption, I wouldn't mind the syphilis so much. The next uh, piece on this article is there's no single player for the Grand Theft Auto expansions. Oh, the syphilis hurts. <laughs> Don't worry, syphilis boy. Uh, everything will be fine. It's my so, best yeah. character ever. I'd imagine the reason why there's no single player for Grand Theft Auto at the moment is because they worked on heists for a long time. And they want to make it right. It's not easy to make these things. So I'd imagine there's going to be something coming next that year. not cure syphilis either. I don't think Rockstar are working on that, to be fair. <laughs> no, I don't think they are. Um, we'll do just one more of these, and then we need to do some emails, by the way. So just uh, do one more of these. Write it down, people. 20th of December, okay. 2015. Let's, Stu is trying to hurry us along. Let's I do, am. Let's do one that would be quite controversial. Fallout 4 doesn't quite set the world on fire. Uh, oh. uh, what does that mean? It means that I think people... I, th- I think people forgot how fucking janky Fallout is, all right? And everybody thought, because it's the new generation, all that jank will go away. You know what? People need to learn how to see beyond the jank. Yeah. You need to see beyond the jank. Just because the game has <laughs> jank doesn't mean it's not a good game. Just because a person has syphilis doesn't mean he's not a fun-loving person. <laughs> but his dick <laughs> may fall off. It's <laughs> not what happens with syphilis. <laughs> it might do eventually if you don't get it treated. Uh, I'm trying, but Rockstar <laughs> phone calls. Um, yeah, and and also this week, by the way, um, GH Rocker has had major issues in his story. He cannot get a, a yeah, quest to activate. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, that is annoying. That's, it's not, not good. PC, it's not good. Uh, no, he's not playing on PC. See, because if you're on the PC, you get console commands. But if not, <laughs> you may just yes. Pull up. Rude game, brr, 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 breaker. Yes, yeah. So that's not good because now we can't finish the story. <laughs> good game, breaker. That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. It shouldn't happen. No, it should. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. When I was playing the game, and I'll go more into this when we do the spoiler show, but I had a few moments where stuff wouldn't activate or I couldn't figure out where I was meant to go next or See, you know something wasn't marked glitches, properly. I haven't had any major glitches. I'm so sad that this is happening to people. Yeah, uh, I got there. Obviously, I got to the end without too much of an issue, but there were some moments where I was like, oh, this isn't working how it should do. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and that's that for that, for the news this week. So, we have got some emails, so we'll quickly do those. Oh, uh, oh, 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 oh,
does rule indeed. So, uh, yeah, here's, here is the first one. Okay, are you ready? It, it is from Derek Hines, and it came Hi. last week. Uh, but I saved it for the Christmas show because it is kind of a Christmas email. Are you ready? Here he goes. Uh, season's greetings, merry gentlemen. Yeah, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Uh, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens is probably the most famous Christmas-themed story of the last 200 years. Even more famous than the Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen. So, for your... (laughs) For your delight, here is my interactive veteran gamers themed version of the much loved beloved Dickens classic. Much loved, beloved. Uh, yeah, that's, that makes sense. Good, good call. Uh, sorry, much beloved. That's me not reading it correctly. Good call. Uh, version of the much beloved. Oh, it is say the the <laughs> the much beloved uh, Dickens classic. Anyway, here we go. Uh, Breaking sad, a veteran gamers Christmassy tale. I like it. Uh, it's good, it's good. Nice. Uh, Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a console was stirring, not even a PC mouse. Ah. Uh, yeah. Chini, Stu and Jew were restless and unable to settle. Would they have a chance to play video games on Christmas Day? And would they fall asleep while watching the Bond movie? How does Roger Moore ever get his eyebrows to move that way? Um, there was a strange electricity in the air, and for once, he had nothing to do with Stu's steam controller. Wait a minute. Is, the, is the rhyming just gone now? It sounds like... Yeah, the rhyming. It was only rhymed at the very beginning. He started out rhyming, and then he just threw it away. I know. I know. Uh, as a gra- He probably got like, oh, I can't be bothered doing this all the way through. As the grandfather clock in the library struck 8 p.m., the ghost of Satoru Iwata appeared before each of the veteran gamers. They all thought this was very strange, as none of them had a grandfather clock or a library. Uh, Iwata gave them a friendly smile and said in broken English uh, that the veteran gamers will be visited at 9, 10 and 11pm by the ghosts of gaming present, gaming past and gaming future. As the clock moved past 8.01, Iwata vanished as mysteriously as he had appeared, leaving the veteran gamers confused and apprehensive. The next 59 minutes seemed to take an eternity, but as foretold by Iwata, a ghostly figure appeared at the struck... As the, struck, as the clock struck 9... Who can't talk? I know, yeah. And this is what he said. He said, I am the ghost of gaming president. You must tell me uh, that you are in danger of taking the legacy of video games for granted. You want the flashy graphics, the high resolutions, HDMI discs and expensive controller that and DLC for free. Uh, You will have two more visits before the clock strikes midnight. I want you to think about what really matters where video games are concerned. Who knows? You may even start playing them just for the fun of it. A ghastly guttural laugh resounded in the ears of each man of the VG crew as the apparition slowly faded from view. So, so what's what's most important, man? Flashy graphics, high resolutions, expensive controllers, DLC for free. Gameplay. Gameplay. Gameplay, you see, that's what it all comes down to. Although I do like things to look nice sometimes. I'm not as I'm not as bothered anymore though. I must admit I'm not as bothered as I used to be about things. Well, I haven't cool. had to play that sound clip as much. No, it's true. It is true. But for me, it's story and gameplay, so it's a bit of a combination of both. Now even more nervous and twitchy, Chini, Stu, and Duke began to imagine what the next two visitors was asked of them. Perhaps a toilet break would be in order before 10 p.m. came around. Uh, the next separation. Uh, the ghost of gaming past duly appeared at 10 and told them that they could return to any personal video game memory of their choice for the remainder of the next hour. For example, it could be the first game they played, uh, their favourite game, or unwrapped a new video game console on Christmas Day, or maybe the first time they visited a video game arcade. 
So which would it be? So the, the gaming pass, what would you go back to and relive again? Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I've told that story. Well, video game? Video game? Yeah. The, yeah. It's a text base. It was like Zork meets Chujun, or, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide. But I was that was the one I wanted, and then my parents didn't get the hints that I was dropping, so they get, brought me to, to get a bike instead. And it was like, right. I want a video yeah. game. That was the one where he moaned when he got a boy. Yeah, exactly. That is, that is where he went, I want a bike. Uh, Chini, what about you? What would you go think, and play again? I'd go back to the, the year that we had a Super Nintendo for Christmas. And um, right. yeah, I'd definitely go back to that. Then there we had go. Street Fighter um, 2 and Super Mario World. Yeah, I think I would go back to uh, playing... Uh, Monkey Island for the first time on the Commodore Amiga with my brother and his mates and that was just a ton of fun you know just trying to figure out what the hell you had to do in the game so there you go that would be me Um, anyway as the clock uh, showed uh, 10.59 the veteran gamers found themselves back at home wondering if the last hour had been a waking dream a hallucination or maybe the result of playing too much Fallout 4 uh, before they could gather their thoughts into some sort of rational answer, the clock struck 11 and a final apparition, the female ghost of gaming future appeared. Uh, with a sensual feminine voice, the womanly apparition said that the VG crew could now travel for the remainder of the next hour to any point in the next 20 years of video gaming future. However, they could only choose one specific point, maybe to see how their favourite video and franchise was doing, or to see if their favourite game developer was still in business, or even to see... Uh, if people were or how people were playing video games in 10, 15 or 20 years time, who knows? Maybe even Half-Life 3 or The Last Guardian would have been released by 2035. So so what would you like to see in the future then, I guess, is this what this is asking in a roundabout way? I want to see if I can ever cure the syphilis. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Ginny, you? <laughs> um, I think I'd travel forward 20 years and just see the games of the year. Of that year, so in twenty yeah, that will be thirty-five, just like and it'll it- probably still be Call of Duty, <laughs> fucking Fallout, Skyrim, you know, all that normal stuff, Tomb Raider. But would you think? Would you think that it would be? Um, do you think it's going to be like VR? type games or do you think no. it's still going to be more traditional consoles on a TV screen even like, if that is oh, 150 million inches stupid you know what I mean I think it'll be uh, um, everything will be um, the size of like Professor Frink predicts where he goes in the in the future <laughs> computers will be 20 times faster and 100 times larger and so expensive that only the three richest kings of Europe will own them. Yes. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I w- 20 years is not going to be enough. I need to go 50 years into the future to see, at long last, uh, what it's like when Half-Life 3 comes out. Yeah. You never know. It may eventually come out. I don't know what it is. If we traveled 20 years in the future, there will still be an article of saying... April Fool's you know, <laughs> Half-Life 3 uh, came out. There's still be an article saying, oh, you know, when will Half-Life 3 come out? Exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. It is weird, isn't it? Anyway, as the clock showed, 11.59, the VG crew once again stood in their respective homes and found the mysterious grandfather clock had disappeared, along with the equally mysterious library, which instead of books had been lined with boxed copies of all the video games released since the veteran gamers had started their own personal gaming odysseys. 
At exactly midnight, a faint ghostly voice chorus. Uh, remember what you have seen echoed through the homes of the veteran gamers, each a little wiser for their strange experience. Hell, they might even play video games, stay awake until the end of the Bond movie and still find the energy to throw some serious dance floor shapes at the traditional family boxing day hootenanny. So there you go. Uh, Christmas Christmas would certainly be different this year, the end. So there you go. They always have us all in the same place. I know. It wouldn't be great if that was true. Um, Anyway, thank you for that, Derek. I did much enjoy that. It was very good. It was definitely worth uh, saving it to this week rather than using it last week. There you go. And then said, a Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night of gaming. Exactly. So uh, next email is just... everyone! Except it wouldn't be Tiny Tim saying that. It would be Syphilis Boy. Say it, Syphilis. God blesses everyone. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Anyway, next uh, email is simply entitled Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! It says this. Hi, it's Roberto UK73 here. Quick email... Quick email to thank you all for all the shows this year and the YouTube videos. The EGX Diary video you recently put up was very entertaining. Uh, not sure if you're chatting about the game of the year yet, which we aren't. Not yet. Hope. It's coming, though. It's coming. Uh, the game that gets my vote is not strictly a <laughs> new release. You can't wait. Uh, is Destiny the Taken King? If this gets rejected as a valid choice, then Ark Survival is my second choice. Really? I didn't think uh, he was in it. Yeah. Huh. There you go. Uh, it just remains to wish you and all of the community a very happy Christmas and a very happy New Year, Rob. So there you go. Thank you, Rob. Thank that you, was Rob. very kind. Very I nice. like it. I still uh, I, I and, don't feel like I'm educated enough this year to make a valid decision on Game of the Year. I know. Are you know. a video game uh, podcaster or not? When, since when do you have to be educated to make an opinion about video games? Come on. That's the whole point of podcasting about video games. Is exactly. You, have to be just, you don't have to be educated. You can just yeah, talk yeah. bollocks. If I was educated about games, I'd work for Kotaku or something. Exactly. Right, are you ready? Final email uh, tonight is from Jason. Uh, and he's, he says, you need these games, I'm guessing, for Christmas. Uh, so it starts off Batman only because it had the best DLC as the old Batman television show skins uh, but if you see a tank uh, just go in the opposite direction uh, Gauntlet uh, if you ever played it on the old tabletop arcade you really need to check this one out yeah it's good it was a surprise that I enjoyed that uh, Rock Bosch's DX if any of you are mature enough to have played the ZX Spectrum or in television then you're more than likely to fall in love with this little gem so I've never heard of that. Uh, this War of Mine, I still need to play that. You've got I still need well, to play you? that. Yeah, I still need to play that. It's a bit depressing, though, isn't it? It's not really a Christmassy game, is it? No. No. See, I thought that, but it's not really a Christmas game. Uh, who knew a simple iPhone game could be this immersive? Still, I wouldn't play this one on Christmas Day. It is a bit dark. Uh, Sorcery 3, thanks for the developer interviews you, that show... Uh, and the playthrough got me past the Turkey Day road trip. Yeah, it's good sorcery for you. Very good. Uh, Prune. Never thought Prune. You know, I've heard a lot about this game. So what's Have that? You, you just go trim the hedges in your garden. What's that? No, you just trim a tree. Is that you really it? To... Yeah, that is really it. You look after trees. <laughs> you look after trees. Christ. Um, never thought pruning trees could be fun and meaningful. Crazy thing is that I was wrong. Uh, Emily is away. It is free. It's on Steam. Don't let someone get away, and you'll see what I did there. Yeah, it's good. Emily is away. It's good. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. I disagree with their strategy, but I tell you what. If the DLC lets me ride into a Death Star and blow shit up, they just might get my money. 
Oh. I have all the backstory. I need beautiful ground air combat. Just brilliant. So there you go. There you go. Uh, until you? dawn. Until dawn. It is a reason I purchased a PS4. Weird and shit. Beautiful, crazy games. It's it's until dawn was good. You like that stuff, don't you? you really yeah, it's up that. there for me this year. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm. Uh, Journey. Okay, and we bungled Blech. this one. Clementine got me the Star Wars trailer, put a lump in my throat. But Journey made Flower cry. Oh no, that's me. Made Fowler cry. Yeah, it definitely oh. made me cry. <laughs> you mispronounced oh. your own name. <laughs> no, it's, well, it's because do you know Journey and Flower you, are both made by that game company, Sam. Yeah, so I just uh, so, just answered my red Flower, even though he said my name. Uh, her story, uh, the force is strong in this one. Strongest story of the year by far. Sam Barlow loves Alfred. I bet he has Hitchcock tattooed on his actual cock. Uh, cheers to him. Jesus he is a true Christ. talent. <laughs> uh, life is strange. I still have old mix-up tapes from the 90s, uh, but I might have to add this soundtrack into the mix. Uh, contradictions. Sometimes the characters are just far better than the actual story. Do yourself a favor and find the contradictions. I love this. Uh, Bloodborne. The gameplay is King, plus my character was straight out of Rocky Horror. Uh, King's Quest. This was gorgeous, charming, and perfect so far for my seven-year-old daughter's first story-driven game. I truly think there are new genres coming forth that will blow our minds in the coming years, but old-school King's Quest is my game of the year because it helps introduce the, the love that I have for video games to my little girl, and someday, who knows, 20 years from now, she'll introduce King's Quest to her children and tell them about our adventures. With so many games I've missed this year, I can't wait to find the time to play more. By the way, best film of the year, Star Wars, 100%. Uh, best it's one of the only uh, I've seen in the theater. But you know what? I think I actually, of the two that I've seen in the theater this year, I'm actually going to give the nod to The Martian. There you go. Uh, best album of the year, Coming Home by Leon Bridges. Oh, I could throw a fiasco. <laughs> I could throw a rock and hit this guy's old house. I love local music. Check him out on the web if you enjoy old school soul or want to get laid. Uh, thanks for another year, guys. Nostalgia makes me tear up. Uh, I, we've got some great intern, internet memories, don't we? Merry Christmas and suck old Jason. Ooh, nice. Thank you, Jason. Thank, Thank you Jason. very much for that. Uh, and that's kind of it for this week. Ooh. So I need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here. So we'll come to Duke, first of all. Okay. Um, I would like to thank everyone listening. And if you haven't joined us for our live stream on Sunday nights, check it out. You could have fun, maybe. Uh. I would like to shout out Stu and Chinny for being awesome and having me on the show. I would like to shout out Faith and Megan for uh, talking about Goldeneye with me at lunch uh, recently and for being on the show. I enjoyed that. I Tell shout out How? Faith and Megan that your co-host really enjoyed that because I forgot about Slaps Howley, so I'll tell them thank you. I will. I'm going to give them a time attack on Facebook when this shows up. I'd like to shout out the Duchess because she's making awesome regatta cookies right now, so that's going to be delicious. I would like to shout out Sumu and his lad. Apparently, I played Call of Duty with his son today, and I didn't even realize it because at one point his son was playing Black Ops 3, and he goes... Hey, Dad, you know Duke Scaff, don't you? And he's like, I just played with him on Call of Duty. And I was like, wow, how cool is that? What are yeah. the odds, right? I mean, how... And was he kicking your ass? I don't remember seeing him. I don't... Probably. Know. Probably was. Yeah, it probably was. Probably was. Yeah. I would like to shout out Verbal Rob and Jason Gallagher for being in the VG chat. I would like to shout out I'm Not Joe in the VG chat for saying that we're lame, because I think that's funny when people make fun of us. Um, I would like to hey, shout out... funny. What? It is funny. It's funny. Yes. I'd like to shout out Phil Olson because he really liked my Peter Cetera sound clip last week. So this is for you, Phil. You're the feeling in my life. You're the inspiration. Bring feeling to my life. 
So thank you, Phil, for putting meaning into my life. Uh, I'd also like to thank – I'd like to shout out Bongo the Sane because he reminded me of the greatest song ever created. I found this beat. This beat right here on my Apple, Apple computer. computer. I found this beat on my Apple, on my Apple computer. computer. <laughs> oh, my God. The <laughs> most beat, part of this video is this beat right the here. of people this. sitting around looking at this person who just keeps saying this stupid line over and over again. I found this beat. This beat right here on my Apple computer. And he's got this thing on the day. It's like, click here for the album version. I'm like, no, stop. God, what is wrong with you? Uh, and I'd like to shout out Defoe for uh, organizing the Rust reunion. 27th of December, be there. The end. There you go. The end. Uh, well, I'm just going to keep mine very quick and brief. I'm just going to say uh, Merry Christmas to everybody in the community. Merry Christmas to you, you two guys. Hope you have a good one. Yeah, you too. And, um, yeah, I guess thanks to everybody who's listened over the last sort of 12 months or so because we're nearly at the end of the year again. Yeah. Uh, and, and I hope you all get something nice under your Christmas tree with your baubles and shit. Yeah. There you go. Uh, over to you, Chinny. Um, yeah, I would like to say thank you to all the people that uh, said nice things about the EGX video. I, I, I feel like it was a good video. Um, I think it was it was pretty funny. Uh, I try and make it funny. It was It's 16 minutes long, though, so it's, it's a little bit longer than I'd like it. don't think it's as strong as last year's video. But, That's what she said. Um, but no, it's, 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 it's pretty good. So if you want to see us in real life, please check out the video on our YouTube channel. And everybody that said nice things about it, thank you very much. I do appreciate every positive comment and the negative ones. Fuck yourself. So the um, other thing I'd like to say is uh, Merry Christmas. Make sure you uh, drink responsibly. Uh, make sure that you spend time with your family and um, and uh, enjoy yourself. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So I guess all there's left to do is to say... Ta-ta for now, people. Thank you for listening. If I may, I'd like to end the show, uh, the Christmas show, with uh, Pat Oswalt telling a Christmas story. Is that all right? That's fine. You do whatever you want. Three and a half minutes. Strap in, people. There are Jesus Christ. There's a couple of bad words, but it's a good story. It's worth it. My second favorite Christmas memory of all time. <laughs> it happened in Los Angeles. Los Angeles at Christmas time is beautiful. It is beautiful. You know why? Everybody leaves. The city just empties out. There's no traffic. It's quiet. It's like I am legend, but you can get a sandwich. It's perfect. It was Christmas Eve, 1996. And what movie had just opened up? Jerry Maguire. Yeah, 1996. My brother and I are drinking at a bar off of Hollywood Boulevard. Eight o'clock rolls around. We are wasted. And I, my brother goes, hey, we ought to should go see a movie. And I say, capital ID, old sport vomit. <laughs> so we go down the street to see Jerry Maguire, which was playing at the now-closed Galaxy Multiplex, the crappiest theater in L.A. Who wants to see a choppy print of Anaconda in a room full of meth addicts' popcorn farts? Well, come on down. 
to the galaxy where the glamour of Hollywood gets peed on nightly. So, we see Jerry Maguire's playing. I'm like, I love Cameron Crowe. Matt, let's go see Jerry Maguire. My brother goes, all right. So we go in. It's my brother and I. We're sitting together. And then there's eight other people all by themselves. They're alone on Christmas Eve. And maybe they were thinking, I'll go see this Tom Cruise movie. Get a little glimmer of hope. A little beacon of optimism for the new year. Who knows? So we're watching the movie. I kind of liked it. No, I thought it was pretty good. I liked that movie. My brother, unbeknownst to me, fucking hated it. And I mean, he is sitting there grinding his molars, didn't make a peep, just sat there, this piece of shit, just didn't, didn't say anything to the very end of the movie. There's that final scene when Tom Cruise comes running back to Renee Zellweger. Remember that? He gives that whole beautiful speech about, I wanted to be my wife and I love you and all this thing. And then she goes, you had me at hello. <laughs> and it's really, now, watch the scene again. In the middle of Tom Cruise's speech, there's this sudden dramatic pull into his face. And there's tears in his eyes, and he says, we live in a cynical world. <laughs> and that's when my brother went, fuck you! <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! Which, that is such, such a... It was such a horrible, rude thing to yell. And I was laughing so hard. I, I could not get the air in to make the sound of laughter. I was, people ask me, what is your favorite comedy of all time? Jerry Maguire, when my brother yells, fuck you at Tom Cruise. It is a 90 minute setup to one punchline. Oh, I love this. Uh, yeah, there you go. Really. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Where nobody believes in God, they just want the time off work. And presents. Presents. Birth of baby Jesus. Lord, <laughs> Jesus. What the hell? Let's put the baby Jesus back in Christmas. What the fun and funky? No one, no one's really bothered about the religious aspect of Christmas anymore. Everyone's just like, I just oh. need some shit and time off and food. Yeah. Hell, I used to only go to midnight mass as a kid because you got to drink wine. You know what I mean? Yeah, I believe you mean blood. You're drinking blood. Yeah. What? Blood. It was wine. You drink. Anyway, here's and it was cheap. Uh, here's the, here's the thing though, Chinny. Got a recommendation for you. Recommendation. What's that? Uh, the Bridge Season 3 was excellent. It's very good. Well worth a watch. Game? Uh, no, this is a TV show. Mm. It's called What's The Bridge. The bridge? People jumping off. Uh, well, the original one was remade in Britain, and it was called The Tunnel. And they did do an American version of it called The Bridge, which was set why, in between why, Canada why have you and the US. Season 3? Well, because... Was, you don't have to have watched the other two seasons, but I didn't know whether you want to start I, I season one. I watched a third season of something. I haven't watched one and two, too. Well, if you watch one, it's brilliant. So the, all three seasons are well worth watching. They're all great. They're all well worth watching. So basically, the setup, the setup is 
they find a body on a bridge. That's kind of the first season. Is so it a there killer you go. bridge? Did the bridge do it? Uh, no, the bridge definitely doesn't Death do bridge. it. bridge. The bridge that each people... Definitely doesn't it. But oh, look, oh, I can oh. only... Write, for anyone who's... It is subtitled, because it is Swedish. It is Swedish, so it is oh, subtitled. Uh, oh, a bridge. I found a dead body oh. on a bridge. Nay. Oh. Uh, nay. Oh, nay. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Anyway, I'm going anyway now. I've got to go to bed. I'm working tomorrow. Right. So, Thank you uh, all. Good night. Merry Christmas. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah, there you go. Bye-bye. Happy Solstice.